First of all, this one a uh, uh, 200 watts bulb. <laughs> I, I think so, yes. I th- I, one of the... Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's 200. Uh-huh, a 200 watts bulb. And you have like two or three there. I have two. But the one facing me directly is the ring light. Okay, so you have a ring light on. You're a full Instagram body now. I'm telling you now. Not today. Dance half naked now. There's no, no time. Don't dance half naked. It's, don't, don't. Uh, please, please, please. Tinubu is realigning the Tinubu is realigning the economy, so I need to realign myself because times are hard. First of all, for you to now complete the Instagram body uh, model, yeah, is the first thing you need. To, you have to go and wear half big shoes like a like a bank, one of no, our no, popular no, bank no, CEO. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I don't even have his money, so. Why is he it's wearing those shoes now? It's so the are you recording? Yes. We are recording now. Don't go and jab us on what his name. And stop yawning. They say you are yawning, Steve. He wants to They say you are yawning. And you are yawning too much on the podcast. Do you guys know that this is my sleeping time? Oh, sorry. This is my own house. I wake up 12 a.m. This is my own meeting. This is my own meeting time. Sorry. This is my time that I really I really sleep. So, I've not started them. Um, it fucks with your sleep. Yeah, it fucks with my sleep, actually. This is the best yeah, time for me well, to sleep. So I wake up like one. Nah, sorry. Eh, nah, sorry. I was not the one that went, I was not the one that went to the beach and, and decided to yeah, miss so, in time. Married men when they go to the beach. Yesterday, that's true. Yesterday, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Funny cool. enough, now you now, now you go beach, but now I already wear wear B watch shit. Uh, I already. Somebody has to rescue the hoes. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm with I'm with his shorts. That's the concept yeah, of B watch. Yes, that's that's the whole series. Okay. That's just you know, rescuing the what's women. What's the concept? Very very men just rescuing women who are drowning. That's all. <laughs> Physically drowning or you know. Figuratively drowning. No, 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 no. Please put spirituality yeah. there because that one's spiritual. Yeah, so but I'm not Jesus Christ. I won't save you spiritually. Go and meet your spiritual husband. Before I go and collect <laughs> demon, why I'm supposed to collect? I beg. I beg. You know, the concept of spiritual husband is crazy, right? Because yep. here you are married to somebody trying to get life going, and then the mm-hmm. person has a spiritual husband just chilling. <laughs> That's the original polyandry right there, man. My only problem is my, my only problem with all Nigerian stories is that it's more it's always negative, right? Why can't mm. the spiritual husband or spiritual wife be helping me make money so that I'll make like why why is it always I to stop you from bearing children with your wife with your physical wife? With your, why not? The, why can't I have a wife or a spiritual wife somewhere that is helping me to hammer to make my money in life? I don't know. Why can't my spiritual wife just be there in the spiritual realm, working for me to for me to be happy in the physical realm? Do you understand? That's I my think, only problem I, with these stories. I think the concept of spiritual husband and spiritual wife usually is positive, so to say, right? Mm. Until you decide the no? until the earthly husband of wife decides to then take a an earthly husband or wife wife or husband. Okay. You understand? Like as a day. guy, you did. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. a guy, you did. You don't get spiritual. As a guy, you don't get spiritual. You know wife. You did. 
But this, nice. that, means, that, that means the spiritual wife or husband no get sense. He, he no no say for you to be to to continue to to have that spiritual wife, you must have a good physical life and a good physical life and things that you are you get married so that people will not be suspecting you. Do you understand? If they see that you have money, mm. you are you know you are old and you don't have you don't have a wife or a husband, they might think you are gay one or maybe you have spiritual wife or husband, which is not a good uh, it's not a good Well, thing. maybe the spiritual wife or husband also is a very, you know, this is, thank God this is Pride Month and we're talking about these things. Maybe yeah. the spiritual Shout wife out. or husband is also very open-minded, you know, is a very progressive spiritual husband or wife and believes that mm. if people perceive you as gay, it shouldn't be a problem. Everything, life is going on well. You are okay, mm, everything. You get right. your spiritual wife, you know, they knock you for dreams. Everything just they. Then you, as a selfish, greedy human being on this planet Earth, now decide to have a physical wife. Mm, Disregarding your spiritual wife. Your mm. spiritual wife will now be crying in the ocean. You know what it takes to in cry the in the ocean? Do you want know it takes to cry in water? That's some real shit right there. That's some Mazayan shit. Do you know the amount? Do you know the amount of if you're inside water? Do you know the, the water pressure pushing everything back into your system? Then the person will not cry real, water into water. Come on. That's the real Aquaman response. I remember when I was asking one girl last one time, and she used to threaten mm-hmm. me that she's mommy water or that, that if I'm not serious, I should tell her. That she's mommy water. <laughs> like if I play with her, that something will happen. Yeah, every time you're always threatening me. Prove to me that you're mommy water. Give me, give me a a betting code. Let me go and bet and make money. If it if it works, then we are we are in business. <laughs> yeah. Every time we claim one spiritual, I'm sorry for life. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Let's make money. I'm sorry for so life. I, I, I now, it's uh, mommy water, mommy water. Come on, go and sleep. You know, she don't get the odds. She don't get the odds. No, she, she, she gets the odds for her and she go come to marry you. She said she will not play the odds now. <laughs> See this guy. Fuck. Fuck. You don't say research on the Marine Kingdom. You don't say research on the Marine Kingdom. But you know, but you know to deal like that again, no? You. you understand? Person with the fine odds. Mm-hmm. You say me she go, me she give you it, the odds. It reminds me of that guy that does that skit. That mommy water skit. Ayo. You know the guy now? Who's guy? Which guy? He, he, like he does a skit where he takes a photo. It's like he's taking it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes a photo. A photo uh, close to yeah. the... Close to the river. Yeah, to the ocean. He's, um, mommy water cheering for you. Mommy water crying cry for you. And the guy runs away. Yeah, mad one. Mad. Anyways, up, anyways. In, welcome to Loose Talk Podcast. My name is Osagi Alonge. My name is Ayumide Tayo. And, and I'm, I'm having Didi. a bad day. And we've oh, got the daddy in the building. We'll, we'll be introducing right. you yourself. No problem. Okay, okay. Why are you having I'm, a bad day? You know some. You know me, right? Like people I love, right? Like people I love, my family, like my friends. You no, know, my my love people I love, right? I don't yeah. like putting them. I don't like being uncomfortable with them. Uncomfortable means I don't know how to say no to them. I don't know how to. How do I put it? I don't like uncomfortable conversations with people that I love. Like, I, I usually, I'm a coward in that. I usually run away from co- uncomfortable conversations, conversations, right? Then, so to, to avoid it, I go and I, I tell a lie, right? So, for example, Osage yeah. is having a birthday party and he wants me to come. And I know that if I don't come, he will, 
like he won't be happy and say i want to go and do another unimportant thing that he won't understand like if i tell him that i'm going to do that thing you like you feel bad that i'm choosing to do that over coming to his party right mm-hmm. yeah instead of me to just tell him say oh, well, i don't feel come this party maybe i won't take one beaver out the, you understand i'll just say um bro my younger sister is getting married though so i'm traveling to delta state do you understand <laughs> yeah do you understand so that you will not feel bad that i'm missing your shit you feel oh it's something yeah. more important that is taking me you know, yeah. and I do, I do it every time. I'm not comfortable with, but I just do it to avoid, you know. So I told the lie to avoid an uncomfortable moment or conversation with someone yeah. that I love, right? And the person found out the lie. And so now I'm here now embarrassed. I'm feeling like just embarrassed because it's just, it's a needless lie. And I'm just embarrassed. Like, you know, no, I just fucked myself you. up. You understand me? So I, f- I feel very bad today. I won't lie. And I'm not going to do it again. Sorry about that. I feel so bad. Eh? I've been thinking about it since morning. I'm... Bro. You know, but that's so, just... Yeah, see, yeah. He... I know yeah, what pains me is... What pains me is... It's something It's like... It came... It's not something... It's not bad. It's not bad intent. It's... You know, it's like... It's, I'm, doing, I'm doing that of good intent. I don't want... I don't want to make me a person quarrel. Make person... You don't feel the type of way, you know. You don't want to... You don't uh, want to hurt the person's feelings. Yeah. But just catching me on a lie. It's just... It's just too embarrassing. Well, as you but, have... As the person found out today... Didn't you hurt the person's feelings? Huh? As the person found out today, did you hurt? As the person found out today, did exactly. you hurt the person's feelings? Exactly. A, a, a much bigger hurt than the initial conversation would have been. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, my brother, just tell it as it is. Yeah, it is actually. So it is. My, yeah, own, my, own solution, my own solution to this is First of all, only have friends that you can actually tell the truth to, right? True, and true, they won't true. get hurt. True. You know, so my own circle of friends are actually very small, which so that's yeah. the advantage of not having too many. Not having too many friends. friends. You, yeah. have plen- you know, if you have plenty of course, friends, yeah, of course, don't of show course. up, right? Yeah. They won't be mad. And yeah, then you have your friends who are not yeah. many, so you can have time for yourself. And so, the older so, you yeah, grow, the true. less friends you are going to have. Uh-huh. Easily. Yeah. So that's, that's my true. own solution to it. But I understand. Yeah, it happens, man. It happens yeah, at happens, times. Happens. You could just say, "Oh boy, you know something." Exactly, something Most like times, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah just, I just, I just throw it on like my daughter. Come on, she's not for you. Nice one, nice one. I just throw it on her. Yeah, you know she's not feeling too well. Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, I had to take her. I wasn't it? I don't use her a lot. Of, uh, I can't rely. You know, which is not great, but hey, man. Yeah. Because you have to make that excuse grand. Yeah, right? so that it's exactly. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, gotta be grand. Now everybody listening to podcast, I can't use my daughter as an excuse anymore. <laughs> you know that format don't cast. That format don't cast. But yeah, yeah man, how second, was the week, secondly, guys? Secondly, I really mm-hmm. want to. I checked the talking point sheets with them. Like, ah, 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 this guy, this guy put in the work. So well done. Well, what are you talking about? The talking points. Yeah. It was really well yeah. laid and I'm like, ah. Okay. Yeah, and you didn't still add anything. No, I didn't add it. There's, there's nothing to add, actually. I'll tell you when Jali so, how, 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 how Where did you go on Friday? I was like, Ayo. Why didn't you record this podcast on Friday? Excel had an huh? event now. That's why. Excel had an okay, event. Okay, that's true. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't lie to my friends. I tell them. <laughs> <my friends>. And, <laughs> I pulled up. I pulled up. That's, 
That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Ayo. How was it though? Yeah. Ayo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ayo. Wait, wait, before we get into the event, Ayo. Yeah. It yeah. means that we're not actually sure Steve went to the beach yesterday. Well, he told us he went to the beach. No, we I don't have the pictures. Beach, we have you know that I went to the, the beach. I don't know you went to the beach. I have no evidence, uh, no proof. I've been watching uh, a lot no. of law and order. You have no proof. No, don't <laughs> show me. Your alibi is not, is not, you know, it's not, you, it's not strong you enough. My, my Please don't yes, wear shorts. Of course I wash, of course I wash shorts. What would oh I wear to the Lord. beach again? Ah. Oh my Lord. Oh. First of all, though. after you send us the photo, you then have to tell us about two or three people that can point you at that location at that time. <laughs> alibi, alibi. DSS oh, wow. no do this like that. Oh, wow. You understand? Tell me you went to the... You can't be alibi the strong rich. You don't see the person commit the crime. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you can't be alibi the strong rich. You can not see this guy all... You know, like, if you come now and say, ah, Steve, something happened on the 29th of April in 2015 and we feel it's you. And I said, no, on the 29th of April, I woke up by 7, 7 p.m. You took clean. I woke, I woke up at 7, <laughs> 7 a.m. I went here, I did this, I did that. Omar, you did, you did a crime. Because for you to have a detailed, whatever they call it, a detailed um, explanation of where you were five years ago, it means something. It means you planned it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, if you know, well, if you depend, so all those cold cases are always the crazy ones. Right, yeah. where yeah. those those cold cases are crazy because a, a crime that happened like maybe fifteen years ago, the cops will now come and meet you. Um, where 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 were you on the 9th of March, fifteen years ago? No, just look at the like. I don't know. Fam, the only thing I know that happened on the 9th of March is that Biggie died. Exactly. That's, <laughs> the, only thing I, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I know that happened on the 9th of March. Like, fam, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. How do you expect me to know? Anyways, okay, so the beach, you tell us what happened at the beach. But first of all, Ayo, tell us what happened at uh, Excel Drabs event. I know the name of the event is Unheard, and I know yeah, yeah, about yeah, the yeah. Con uh, concepts, but I want you to explain it since you attended the event. So the concept is for artists to pull up mostly famous upcoming artists or undiscovered artists to play unreleased music that they have in the archives that they're about to release or they might never, ever release. Um, so yeah, so we had people like Code AF, um, Excel's artist. We had Moise. We had a couple of other. We even had um, um, Dustin Truce, who sampled some of his latest songs off his forthcoming project. And it was nice. You perform. You get to perform it, and engage the audience of the crowd. Bankuli was there with his two, uh, with his artist, the female artist. He had. Um, he's just he's working with right now. So it's more like you know, just play what you have and let the crowd react to it. You know. It serves as a great venue for artists to start their promo run if they ever want to do a promo run for any of those songs. It's nice. Then on the second half, um, producers go on the decks and play records that might never be released in their hard drive records. It's called anybody who knows Risky, they invented the, the phrase hard drive records. And Bigfoot plays some amazing records. Oh my lord, him and Major Banks, they play some unreleased jams. I'm like, bro. These are songs that you might never hear because the artist never cleared them or maybe there's a sample issue or nobody was feeling it again after they recorded it. And, you know, it was actually nice. It's sort of like an industry night event, but without the... How would I put this nicely? Without all the fake, fake uh, atmosphere of... of I know what you're trying to say, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, I mean, I'm just, that's what I'm saying, you know. It's very, very... Right. 
it's very it's like and there are, there are a lot of like industry people there but it's not like the big industry people it's like the guys who will rule the industry in the next five to ten years were there Mm, mm. Yeah. I guess with the, cool. without all the glitterati, the glitter. And yeah, without the glitterati. Yeah, without the yeah. kissing. I want to ask a question. What have you been up to? Yeah, it's more before you go ahead, Steve. Before you go ahead, like it's more nerdy. Yeah, like more people nerdy, who yeah. are really passionate about yeah, like music. music and all that. Yeah, Remy cool, Baggins cool, was Steve. there. Is the okay. music game? Do you guys think is there's an age? There's an age um, restriction to it. I'm saying this for to say, like, if someone, if a producer, if someone is like, has been in the game from like 2030, right? Maybe discovering artists, producing artists, A and R, A and R, like a lot of people, right? As the person ages, does he lose? Will the person lose the, a certain touch in in music, right? Do you guys understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I get you, but you don't lose. I won't say you lose your talent. You just lose the ability to know what's hot right now. It's not that you lose what is. You lose your talent. A producer will always be a producer. You know how to make good music. No, yeah, obviously, you're not losing. You're not losing any talent, right? Yeah, yeah. But you are losing something. Yeah, if you put Christy Jones in the studio, Christy Jones is not going to give you the hottest, like what every every sixteen year old wants to hear right now, because he doesn't know it. He doesn't yeah. know what's hot. But he knows music. Okay. He knows the foundation of music. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah, tell me. Um, tell me. Um, I, so which um, which songs did Bigfoot and Major Banks play from? Which artists? Were there any popular artists that both uh, Twitter they played for you guys? Obviously, Bigfoot played one from Ill Bliss. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Ah, that, no, Ill Bliss has to bring out that record. It's hard. It's hard. Really? Heavy. Um, Major Banks played two records from Dandizi. Um, Dandizi, the rap. The, the boy, they try. The boy, they try. Mm, nice. nice. Nice record. This one, it sounds nice. like AK. It sounds like very much like AK of Blessed Memory. Like, bro, those were the two records that stood, that stood out for me. Nice, 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 nice. Ah, nice. Okay, so good event, good event, good event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I know the name of Detroit's upcoming project is Smoke Break 2. I've heard one yeah, or two yeah, records from it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I've heard one or two records from it. I think it's dope. I think Detroit knows how to make um, projects. Yeah, he knows, like, how, to he knows how to make projects. He's a very, he very intentional artist. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's working on the brand and everything. And he's very, you know, I like how if you don't have a big budget, you have to be very creative. Yeah, I'm very deliberate. If you don't have a big budget. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about being creative, just quick segue. Have you heard about? Have you heard of a guy called Fogiro? No, who's that? F O G G I E R A W. Fogiro. No, what does he do? I'm send you. He's an American artist, um, black American artist. I'll send you his Twitter page. He okay. understands how to... So, you know what's happening in the music industry right now, right? If you're an artist, yeah. if you're not an A-list artist, right? Even if you're mm-hmm. an A-list artist, everybody's doing this across board now. You're creating what they call content. Yeah, and yeah. content is even more important than your music videos now. True, yeah. Yeah. The concept of like creating content for songs is you can drop an album and have like 14 records and... The songs that are already catching the heat before you shoot a music video for it, right? Before it goes, any of the songs you want to start pushing as a single, you create some kind of 30 seconds video content. 
that you put yeah. on TikTok, you put on Instagram reels and anywhere. And that's yeah. the kind of stuff that can then go, it can go viral or it can just be very popular. A lot of people can share it. And then it adds to the popularity of that track. So a lot of people are doing this now instead of just going. So a lot of artists, Billy, Silly artists, just realize that I don't need to put so much money in shooting a whole music video oh, that yes, I yeah. won't push, that I won't, that looks so much like a music video and doesn't look like, mm. like doesn't original content. Like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't me. look like content that I created, right? In the, you know, the, the format, right? That vertical yeah. video format that can go viral, right? Music videos have a certain appeal where oh, people just watch it and that's it, right? But this yeah. kind of content, people can use it. People can then even recreate what you did. It can then go viral. It's more um user generated content feel like right instead of having like oh i need to carry my red red camera and go and shoot something somewhere or go and meet a music music video director this can be shot with an iphone can be shot with something like a mobile phone yeah simple so stuff. what this guy does is he's been he's a rapper and he's been shooting he one of his videos went viral he sampled alicia keys's um you know oh, name, right? i know the guy he wears grills right oh he wants to meet alicia keys now yeah, I know that. Yeah, so he's, he's, all, he's all about TikTok now. He's all over TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So he shot this one where he was like in the diner as well. The yeah. babe was talking to the boyfriend, but he was like the ex-boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. You know, and the video has gone. By the time I was watching the video, the video had, what? I think like 8.1 million views. You know, Damn. so, and yeah, his, his tweet was just like, okay, guys, I've tried everything in my power to get this out. Maybe you all could kindly ask Miss Alicia on my behalf. You know, so he'd been trying to clear the record and turn it into yeah. a single because it had already gone viral. 8.1 million yeah. views alone on Twitter, alone. right? So Alicia Chris quotes the tweet after the, a lot of people mentioned her and she was like, oh, I like this guy. Then all of a sudden, right, boom, he just puts up a video of she playing the piano, right? And him rapping to the record. Yeah. And then they laugh together. And then that yeah. night, that midnight, which was Friday morning, right? The record yeah. drops. Good for the. But yeah. that record that, 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 that record is official. It's the official record now. is official now. It's now what? official. The name of the record is Psalm sixty two. So you guys can check it out. For Giro, the name of the record is Psalm sixty two, and that's the power of the internet. That's what that's this is the good part of the internet. You oh, know, yeah, this is the good no matter part. how many people will open, you know, a, a state will open its own Guinness World Records. Uh, Twitter page and all that for all the, for all that bullshit that happens. Right, I think you are hitting. So your state, your state, your state does not have um that's it. That's state does not have. Uh, I think I think you are hitting. Yeah, your state doesn't have Osage. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the, you know the funny thing because it's Pride Month and Guinness World Records changed, updated their profile picture to have like the rainbow colors. Rainbow. The 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 yes, you know, Guinness World Records page to now put the Ekiti in rainbow colors. Ah, I'm sure they don't know the, when they know the meaning. When they know the meaning, they're anyways, like, okay. When they know the meaning, I mean. Anyways, yeah. like, that's the power of, like, you know, creating content. He didn't create a music video. It was just, like, short viral videos, short videos that can go viral that had sort of, like, a storyline. And then the power of storytelling in those 30 seconds videos that can then go viral. Short, snappy, really good. So I went down the guy's Twitter page and he's been doing that for all of his songs. There's one he raps about him being Joseph. 
and how you know the story of Joseph. Wait, is he a gospel rapper? You know, the... Is he a gospel rapper? No, he's not a gospel rapper. He, no, he's not. Okay. He's not gospel. This one was just this one. He is like all these. He is like a modern version of like Mosdef and Talib Kweli. Oh, okay. So he has his very conscious with the way the, he raps, then also the kind of beats and melody he uses. He's like backpack and yeah, stroke Mosdef. You know that whole movement. Come on, yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. six or seven movement. Yeah, but that like that one on the on him being like Joseph, coat of many colors. His brother sold him, then he you know. He went and saw a new when master. I, when I saw the video, it's, it was, it was, it was really dope. I checked out his page and I saw a couple of raps and I enjoyed it. I really, I really liked it. The way he raps. Yeah. 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 It's dope. It's dope. It's dope. I liked it. I liked it. So, you know, it's it's that kind of stuff. So I, once I even saw it, I was I even sent it to Detroit. And Detroit was like, nah, I've been on this guy. Like, in fact, I was the guy. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, 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 I'm the one that has been lit. Everybody has known about this guy because <laughs> I sent a couple of people, and everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah they fuck with I this guy." I don't know. Maya has guy. lost touch. I knew him now. You just know his name now, Abba. Okay, okay, okay. No, no. You know. So nice, nice, nice. Okay, Steve, can you tell us what you were doing at the beach? If you were not, if you are not meeting up, if you do not, do you have a meet up with a spiritual wife? <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. I you don't want to tell us what you were doing at the beach. You can't I just disclose. went to the beach. I just went to the beach. What, what did we do? What did you do? You at went the to beach? the beach. Wait, you went to the beach alone. <laughs> I went to I went to my guys, some guys. Okay. Uh, and you saw some people. No, I didn't see anybody. And they were cooking. <laughs> I didn't see anybody. I just went to the All beach right, to, chill, to to chillas, according to Tony Lumilu. Chillax. <laughs> you know that Tony Olu is OG. Video. Chillax. What the hell is Chillax? Uh, I saw that video. I just started laughing. I said, this one is OG. <laughs> chillax. Uh, I was like, how, how was your week? Because when you, anytime you ask us this question, I and I always talk about our week and everybody will move on. You never tell us about your week. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, my week was good. Um, My week was good. I've been doing a lot of... um. I'm working on a project. I'm consulting for a company, so I'm working on a project. And to be very honest, it's been partly okay, but also partly frustrating, right? Mm. Um, when you have, how would I put this? You have like incompetent people ah, in a position, yeah, right? And you have to work with, like, there's no getting rid of this incompetent person. Yeah. There's no get. you can't get rid of the person. The person is just going to be incompetent. So, you're going to end up, you know, thinking for that person and doing part of that person's job and being okay about it and not complaining and just yeah. getting it done because the work has to get done, you know. The work has to be done. So that happens, you know, and you, you just have to do it. And it's frustrating, to be very honest. But, you know, you have to change your mentality around it at times and just focus on the... on the... Steve. Yeah. That thing was making noise now. He's still Sorry. vaping. I don't know if he's vaping. Oh, and then, okay, let's pause. Um, Phil, please cut that part out. And then just focus on the outcome and be excited about the outcome of, of the project. And if it doesn't kill mm. you, just just continue and make it going. You know, keep it going. So yeah, what that was it. Then, uh, uh, well, some, some, <laughs> some that doesn't kill you damages you. I, I know, I know. I'm just kidding, man. 
Yeah, I understand yeah, your frustration. So um, I think a part of me, I think a part of me, I have, I think I've, I got better with uh, working with people and managing people when I realized that people can't just, people can't be, let me just say, people can't be, I, I, don't, I can't expect everyone to be me or to have my same level of intensity and, you know, urgency and whatever it is that is needed to get a job done, right? So and it's part mm-hmm. of just being a better manager. And um, I think you two, are, are, along the way, you've learned a lot about this too, right? And how to like really manage people. It's really difficult. Uh, bro, we got to do what we got to do, you know? So, you got to do yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. It still happened to me yeah. on Sunday. Uh, yeah. This same thing you're talking about at Block Party, you know? Um... Okay, we're about to start. So there's a block party on Sunday, this, this past Sunday. Please, please, please. Wow. Don't, don't, let, don't, let us, don't let us start this, please. I'm begging wow. you. I'm begging why can't you start? Why, why, why you start what? Right, okay, I'll compensate, you this, I'll compensate you in July. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. So anyway, we're about to start. And I already asked the sound guys, are you sure everything's okay with the stage? Is there lights? Is there electricity? Is there power? They said it's fine. Ask them like four times. DJ comes around. Okay, DJ, power up. He put his um, he put his um, this thing in the socket, no power. I said, oh, God, well, you told me there was power. I said, eh, actually, the extension is bad. Oh, do you have another extension? No, we don't. All our extensions are bad. And I'm like, but you guys were here since morning. Wow. Picking around and just doing bullshit. Well, yeah, that's it's very, very frustrating. But this is the this is the situation you find yourself in. And you just have to manage people. Because in Nigeria, the thing is that you can't keep if you say you want to fire somebody. The person that is coming is going to be worse. So you have to manage that one and, you know, help him to the best of our abilities at the end of the day. You're right. There's a culture of incompetence that yeah. is very much tolerated. Yeah, people think it's the norm. Right? Yeah. yeah. And we don't push ourselves enough for excellence. At all. Uh, I, I, we tolerate I, 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 a lot. And that's why Nigeria is like, Nigeria, like this country is mediocre. Like it's mediocre. There's this we lack quality in Nigeria. We lack that sense of quality. We lack that um the country, the mediocrity is just is just the order of the day. It's just it just rules. Like you, if you're looking to, I think if you like if if, if you are looking at Nigeria from like the sky or somewhere, I think the only thing you'll be seeing is the word mediocrity. It's just it's annoying, and that's why we are here. We don't, we can't act because we are not excellent people ourselves. We can't ask for excellence from our government, from people who mm, rule yeah. us, who True. make you know, who make decisions. Yeah, so everybody's just they manage, they manage, they manage, and we're just managing it. It's, it's that culture of mediocrity. That's why we are here. The country has deteriorated to this point that, bro, there's nothing here again. There's nothing, you know. So, mm-hmm. and and do you know why that is? That it's because. The average Nigerian is non-confrontational. In as much as we think Nigerians like you know are confrontational, can confront people, we yeah. avoid a lot of conversations when it comes to competence. Yeah. True. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that has to do with like family, co-workers, etc. Like we avoid that competence conversation. You can have a conversation with someone and say, hey, man, this guy is not competent. Can we, you know, just free him, free him, free him. We'll go, we'll go find with mm-hmm. Don't worry, free him, free him. Yeah. We avoid that com- conversation. And I've had, like, issues in the past, you know, and 
and has you know I've been made to look like the crazy person when I'm you are the crazy asking, person. Yeah, what's this guy doing? You this guy is not doing person. it right, or this guy is not doing anything. Can we stop this whole thing we are doing because this guy is not doing it right, and that is what is messing up this project? Can we quickly address this? Because if we address this, everything goes well. And but you know, mm-hmm. you hear people saying, hey, "Let's just leave it for now. Let's let's focus on how." And I'm just like. Why can't you guys just confront the problem in front of you, which can save us this whole... Yeah, I think you know, the worst but, but we won't. Yeah. I said, no, he has a family. Think of his family. He has, he has family to feed. Yeah, they, they will definitely bring that in on a lot of things. So yeah. I, do, I don't... Do, yeah, that, that was what, you know, then second part of my yeah. week was I was teaching my daughter how to ride a bicycle. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, so it's teaching is frustrating. <laughs> It's frustrating. I don't have the to teach. Because, yeah, even me, even, even me too, um, I've, like, I, I, I stopped now for Denzel because he wasn't learning, he wasn't learning fast. I'm like, and like, why, like, I didn't understand why, right? So I just <laughs> left it. I'm like, you know what? In his next birthday, like, in, in a year time, I'll start again. Maybe he'll be able to handle the bike and, you know, understand better what I'm doing. Yeah, but you, I, can, but you can't do that too. You have to do it every day. You gotta that's do it every day. That's it. I don't have that time. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you yeah. why. And I'll tell you why, right? I had a breakthrough today. Right. So I, I, I usually hold the back of the bike and then she pedals. And I tell her like the moment you stop pedaling, you don't move, and then that's when you fall or you move too fast. Right. So mm. she was pedaling, pedaling, and I left the back and she kept pedaling. You know, and the you know, the 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 joyous moment was that. She now kept pedaling and I kept telling her, we're moving, we're going, okay, keep going, keep going. And she was pedaling. And then she started moving on her own and she didn't know I wasn't holding it anymore. Right? Oh, okay. So I now jogged to the front and was yeah. in her front. That's when she now realized, oh shit, I'm doing this all on my own. And she got yeah. excited. But it wasn't too long till she now, yeah, you yeah, know, she was excited. Yeah, not to yeah, I think part of also my... Part of also my frustration is that I can't remember. Nobody taught me how to ride a bike. Ride a bike. Like, yeah, nobody. Like I just, I just knew how to do it. I don't. Like I was seven. I was eight at seven or eight. I remember the first day I rode a bike. Though I fell and had a huge injury on my knee. Right. You must but, fall. Ah, you must fall now. But you I must fall now. Anyway. There's no. You must fall. You must fall. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I will. I will do a plan and make sure. Um, I I dedicate enough time to teach him. Um, the, you the have last, to do it every day. It's last every day, day that, you know. Yeah, that's how that that's how we that's the problem I had also with his swimming lessons. But he finally cracked mm-hmm. it now, so he's good. He's good now. He's, he's a decent. He's a he's a decent swimmer now. Right, with more practice, be, I think yeah, in like in two three months he'll Olympic, be really, he'll be really. Olympics good. That's the Olympics for good. Who? There's a day day representing Nigeria. I, I don't Nigeria. think you are okay. Uh-uh. I don't think you are. But you are the one in the group that will be shouting Super Eagles. If we are being Super Eagles now, you are the one in the group that will be shouting. We Super Eagles now. But uh, who does which year yeah, Super Eagles? Who knows I'll be playing with <laughs> Well, we they, want they to won, be. They want to be now. I know. They they want want to know. Be <laughs> when does Saga country win last? Oh, more down, don't they shout? Don't worry about that. All right. Don't worry about that. Oranya. Okay. Anyways, Croatia right now. So we're recording this on a Sunday, guys. Um, Croatia right now has taken Spain to penalties as usual. Yes, 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 that's true. What is Modric? What is Modric's problem in life? 
What is? I don't you understand. Should get and this, now. And you should retire now. He's still on that level. Abba. Ah, I, I was watching. I was watching the Netherlands game. I'm like, oh, wow. how can this guy still be this? I don't understand. I'm, I'm very unlucky, by the way, because they lost the penalty. So Spain won. Oh, they lost he has won the Nations League. The Nations League. Okay. It's good. That's the Nations League. Spain that was the defending champions, right? Who won the last one? No, France. France. Okay, Portugal, France. This is the third. France. This is the third year, right? Yes, this is the third year. Uh, yeah, Portugal okay. won this the first was, one. France won the second this one. This is the most useless competition in what football right now. Yeah, of course. Well, nation the friendly, the friendly they just so. give you trophies. The friendly tournaments, yeah. yeah. Anyways, so put that, was, that was my week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go into family real quick. We're, we're, we're already 30 minutes in. Um, This is... Raya from Maryland. This is not Maryland. This is Maryland. The way you mentioned it, I know it's not being. I know it's not being. No one went down to me. Yeah, because I know it's not being. Most conductor, no few. You know, you call Maryland like that, so I know. I know. Say, I know. Immediately, you said, "How do you pronounce him again?" Maryland. Osaks, try it again. Do it again. Maryland. Osaks, I know. Okay. Maryland. Uh huh. Which is very different from Maryland. Uh-huh, correct. Maryland. Anyways, Ryo from Maryland. Hello to my favorite podcasters. My name is Ryo and I'm one of your day one listeners. It's so good to have you guys back. So, I have a few questions. Why don't you guys have a Patreon? I'm sure many of us are willing to contribute whatever we can. Anything to keep you guys from leaving us again. Side note, I tried using your um, current payout um, system. It didn't accept my payment method. All right. So let's quickly address that. For us to have a Patreon account, it means we have to offer some sort of, you know, content that will be exclusive to Patreon users. So it essentially means we probably need to record a, an, a second version after we record the weekly podcast or something for just Patreon users. Are you guys willing to record a 30-minute version of Loose Talk? And we, of course, we can just immediately call we're it not having the, We're not having family meeting on the pod. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay, we're not having family meeting on the pod. Okay, good, good, yes. good. Okay, so we'll address that later. All yes, right. Sir. Um, do you so that's the first thing. So why don't we have a patron? We'll come back to you guys on that. Do you want do you plan to bring back guest interviews? Those interviews were also were always so insightful, educative, and entertaining. Yeah. Over to obviously. you guys. Yeah, we plan, but it's true. What happened to our get our our guests. guest game? Who now won't interview? Chef Dami. Guy, yeah, don't annoy me this this night. I beg, please. <laughs> I beg. Like it's people are vexing for you. I'll, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring out the next one. I'll bring out the next pod. I'll bring out the next pod. It's our pod. Blue stock. No, it's Steve Pod. I'm coming up with the podcast anyway. Okay. Shout out to you. Dope, 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 dope. We're here to help you produce it. Of course, I know. Anyway, so do we? Do we? Do we plan to bring guest guest interviews? I definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was even yeah. it just it, it just came too late. I was just, I was thinking of a an 
someone that could that would, that joined us today, but I made a request to him, um, like to ask for his availability, but he couldn't. He said it was too short. So, yeah. So we are we're trying our best to to bring like good guests, not just anybody, like people who can you know provide like valuable insights and you know, um, and drop gems on questions that we have. So yeah, we we are going to bring guests. Um, yeah. We've had a guest since we came back now, right? Dr. Neto was on the... It was a short... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Very short. Mm -hmm. ...appearance, but at least we still got a guest. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do something like that again. Um, in the nearest... Very, very soon. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Um, Ayo, how's your wife and children doing in Ibadan? The children should be in secondary school now, Abby. Just joking. Yeah, they're in secondary school now. But wait, Ayo, they said yeah. that if you have, if you are married in Lagos, you mm -hmm. are more, you have, you are, you are more likely to bag the chicks. So how is this working for you? Isn't, isn't this whole Ibado thing working for you? I'm serving, I'm serving Jesus Christ. I don't know what you people are talking about. It should be working for you now because all you need to now do is just put a ring on your finger. I don't, I don't, I don't deceive women. I don't, I'm not in the art of deceiving women, please. Okay, I thought it would be working for you. Anyways, okay, so Ryo says, anyway, my final comment is regarding the old episodes. As others have said, I would love to revisit those iconic episodes. However, if you're not planning to ever bring them back, I'll just comfort myself in the thought that it was a great era and you just had to be there. I love you guys and wish you all the best. We wish you all the best too, Ryo. No, Ryo, not thank you. back the thank old you. episodes. It's gone forever. Um, this is from DT. What's your take on the video of Yul Edochie that went viral last week? God, First of all, guys, guys, <sighs> who like was the the only when I come across you know stuff around this guy, I just remember that Breakfast Club interview and who are that these became niggas? A, who are these niggas? Who is this? What is going on? Ayo, do you have an idea? Who has an idea? I, I, because I've seen, I've seen, seen several videos. Why is he in the news? There are several videos. There are several videos. There are several videos concerning this. the genesis of this whole thing? I, I've not I, watched, I've not watched one. I can't watch it. I've not watched one. I've only seen the thumbnails. I've not watched one. Because exactly I, same. I, same I, I can't watch it. I'm a productive member of society. I'm not part of the thirty-one percent or thirty-three. I'll be whatever the number is right now, <laughs> so I cannot watch it. As, yeah, but it's obviously something Yule Doche and his second wife have sat down to conceive and engineer for a way for them, for a way for 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 Nigerians to talk about. They don't want to be viral, you know. It's this cloud chasing basically. So they're acting down reality. It's supposed to be like a reality show, but it's scripted because you cannot tell me why a grown oh, woman so. standing in the middle mm -hmm. of the road stopping her husband from from Going, going out, or they be doing fake argument. It's too common. It's too scripted. And I put it on. Who Facebook, films this? They, are they filming? Are they, are they filming themselves? Yes, they're filming they themselves. Film themselves. Like, so it makes it more intimate. So you actually think it's an argument that really having, but it's Facebook monetization for content creators. That's why it's on Facebook too. Just allow your ledochi cook what you want cook. I definitely yeah. when I so when I've come across those videos. They definitely look scripted because it's yeah, too stupid. It's it's either a scripted or somebody one of them, more on the woman's side, is suffering from mental breakdown because it doesn't make sense. 
So the, last, the one I saw, she was in the middle of the road, she was trying to go. Yeah, and yeah. you know when I know a script? I know a script because it doesn't... It, the videos go for... Um, the videos are as long as three minutes, four minutes. Yeah. Come on. Which is what Facebook likes, right? Yeah. So yeah, if, yeah. It, if it was yeah. a short 30 seconds video, I'll say, okay, this guy recorded it out of frustration. A lady recorded it and the thing kind of went viral because someone posted it. But do you know what it takes? To be acting crazy for three minutes to four minutes, right? Then and you then the act that crazy. You record it, right? Mm -hmm. And then you post it on social media. Yeah, it's just scripted, but it's, it's just scripted. Yeah, it's scripted basically. How how did you become this popular? Like he was never I an don't get a it. or B list actor, right? Maybe he was. Like, maybe he was in Asaba. Became... Huh? Maybe he was in Asaba. Your relation was not ever. I'm talking about national. Like oh yeah no 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 his claim to fame like is, his claim to fame is that it's because of his father now exactly that's my no, point no, like no. how did he it is and at a point and it and at a point what's his claim to fame you were saying I say and to me his claim to fame is that his father is a national legend that's all it says as a point what happened is that brother no at a point his other brother has even more faith most than him the one that I don't know his other brother Oh, if you see his face, you know Yeah, before ah, he now okay. became very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. What the hell? I can't remember his name. But around that early 2000s, he was popping up in a lot of movies. A lot of movies. Okay. And he just decided to stop acting. I think his claim to fame was running for office. Oh, that rubbish. <laughs> Wasn't that his claim what to fame? What did he run for? Governor, right? Yeah, when he ran for he ran, governor. He ran for governor. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's when I knew. And he ran for governor a couple of times, not just And he was making no, he ran that's for president too. He so supposedly ran for yeah, president yeah, yeah. one of those funny runs. Yeah. Now something go no when he ran for, for, Yeah, when he ran for president or something. That's when I that's when I yeah. That's when I knew him. That's when he became popular. That's when his whole thing started. What? And Ooh. from there, one oversaved the other. He was married to somebody. Then he started dating this other person. Then he got divorced. Then no, his kid divorce, died. He's a polygamist. He's not divorced. Though. That's the second oh, he's wife. Not divorced from no, he's not divorced. That's the second wife. Okay, so the new lady he married is the one giving him the crazies. They are giving the content. You know, I, I, I saw it. He was locked outside the house. They were yeah. talking for four, five minutes straight. Then and I you know, saw you know, another video this morning where. The wife was freaking out because he, he, he hasn't come back to the house. Mm -hmm. And she goes, she says she has she has gone to all the hotels he lives in and he stays at. I'm like, it's not not just weird. Like you know the funny, you know the sad thing about this. You know the sad thing about this. Is this thing happening? People are consuming. Do they stay in Lagos? People are consuming. No, they're not. Ayo, I don't think Steve, I said, you're talking are over you again. Sorry, Tim Ayo have complained <laughs> that you are you you bully him on the podcast and you're still That's doing so. it, Steve. I'm sorry, guys. People, sorry. the sad part is people consume this content. Well, and actively, you know, call I go contribute and engage with it. Yes. And they are feeding the monster. They are going the monster. Yeah, and I guess I fed the monster too today when I watched 30 seconds out of it oh, because I added to the, the number of views. Yeah. They are part of the people. But I can't help it. It comes up on my timeline. It looks crazy. I have to see what is going oh, on before I, I swipe. I swipe immediately. Okay. 
Okay, Steve, you wanted to say something? I can't remember. I, I can't remember what I wanted to say again. So, to the next mail. Yeah, no, no. He just asked the question. He just went into the hole. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, um, for me, I think the whole thing was staged because why was you telling the story in details again to somebody that was present when the whole thing just played out? The second thing that gave it away for me was the woman's argument. It was weak as hell. If a woman is really upset and really wants to argue, you cannot get a word in. Word. Which led me to believe that (laughs) it was probably that it probably wasn't that deep. They were just performing for the camera. But what I don't understand is the why. Why does he need the clout? But then again, this man came out a couple of months ago on camera crying that God called him, God called on him to serve. Just get on with it then. Why are you announcing to us in tears? You don't need our permission. This man has a hand in making the rollout of his second marriage as messy as he got. This man ran for governorship office from nowhere. When you take these factors in, you can maybe begin to understand that he could be capable of doing anything to get his name out there. Anyways, no long talk on this one. Cheers. Instead of us going into that whole rabbit hole of of discussing, we could have just read this email because this guy just even articulated he all broke our it points down. better. Yeah, he broke it down. Yeah. Just to say that, you know, homie crazy and just doing everything for Klaus. Anyways, this is, um, shout out to DT and thank you. This is from Uche for President. Hi guys, I've been a fan since 2016. My second year as an undergraduate. You guys inspired me to start a podcast. It's called On The Loud Podcast on YouTube. Straight to the point. This question is for Steve Dede, aka Crypto Correspondent, aka Canada Boy. Ha ha ha. One, one and only. Yeah, one and only. Do you think there is a possibility of a USDT crash, considering what happened to Terra Luna in early May 2022? Asagi, this question is back to you. Now you go answer this question for us. But why is this? Why is this talk about um, USDT? When did he, where did this start? Because someone mentioned it on Twitter today. I'm like, is there anything happening? So what's the context to this question? Maybe I'll go and do my research. Because I've not heard anything. Hmm. I think there's a possibility of a USDT crash. I don't know how to answer this question. Because for one, I think, Osagi, you understand, it, you understand this more than me about how um, this stable coin, how they operate, right? So it's someone who's the people who own the coin, they they have money somewhere, right? Like I don't know how I don't I don't know you. you I think you are in the best position to 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 educate us how stable how stable coins are formed, like how people form them. The people who, who own the coin, do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, help, so what crashed last year was the was the stable coin was the UST um, stable coin? Yes, right? Yes, yes. Which so what happens? What happens? Which is USDT. not to be mistaken with the Tita, which is USDT, yeah, USD. or yeah. USD coin, which is USDC, right? Yes. Yeah. Which are actually, you know, they, those ones are backed by actual dollars or assets in the, in, stored in the bank. That's the way it is, right? So the UST that, or the Terra Luna that crashed was was a bit different, right? What caused, what Anyways, caused the uh, crash? What caused the crash? Sorry. What caused the crash? Yes. I can't remember. 
Oh, okay. Right. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I think something was, you know, some of the UST was unstaked. It was on a certain protocol. It was taken off that protocol. It was immediately liquidated. Something yeah. happened, Cha, you know, okay. and all that. So I, I, I don't give financial advice straight. So I can't give financial advice on this podcast. But it's not like well. financial advice now. It's just a prediction mm-hmm. for what will happen yeah, to you. Is there, is there yeah. Okay, is there a possibility? I don't know. Let me just yeah. put it like that. I don't know because oh. I didn't know that UST can crash. So yeah. even these ones that are backed, you know, by the by the American dollar, right? The US US dollar. I don't know what can happen. I don't know what exactly. Honestly, I've been following crypto for a while now, and some things that don't look that look impossible to happen happen. I won't lie to you, right? The concept of too big to fail and all that. So I really don't know what can happen. But do I have you know um, USDT in my wallet? Yes, I do. That's what I'll tell you. And I still have money. I still have money in USDT. I still have money in Bitcoin. I still have money in Ethereum, right? That's what I can tell you. But I don't know if it can crash or not. I can't give financial advice because I don't know. All right. Um, so I think at this point, you can also stop calling Steve crypto correspondent because he just re- deflects everything to me. Thank you. Paradise. All right. Ah. Ah. I didn't know how to the trade. I don't know how to... You don't know anything apart from trading. You're exactly. just a trader. I'm just a trader. <laughs> Please. Just go to the market and trade. I trade. That's, That's it. I don't know how it's made. I don't know how they lose it. I don't know how it crashes. I just go and trade. And when it's about to crash, you're not there. I'm not, I'm not there. <laughs> uh, All right. The next mail is from Fabs. This is my guy, by the way. Hello, Giants. Day one listener of the pod here. Listen through my first, very first job out of NYC, which was a horrible job. The pod really helped me pull through that dark period as I was always plugged in at work while I ignored the toxicity of the workplace. I have put a lot of friends onto the pod that might still be listeners still today. Connected more to the pod when I realized Osags was my next building neighbor in 2016. Yes, Demojota days. The pod introduced me to the Nigerian pop culture and I've been following it closely since then. Glad you guys are back and the synergy is still 100. Love the range of the conversations. It reflects how much you guys have grown. Trust me, your listeners have grown so much too. I mean, look at me now. I've come a long way from that horrible job. I love more music-related conversations, though. I'm looking forward to guest speakers, too. I'm sending this mail to clarify a narrative that has been popular around Baller Boys sold-out concert at the London Stadium, West Ham's current stadium. I think they are tenants. The narrative is that Burner had 80k people in attendance, and this is not entirely true, as I was there. The capacity of the stadium is 80,000 for concerts and 60,000 for football events. About 25% of the stadium was not utilized because that area is behind the stage. My estimate of people in attendance is between 50 to 60,000 considering that people had the floor considering the people that had floor standing tickets. This is not to take anything away from Bonner's greatness and achieving this it is no child's play. Just thought I should set the record straight. 
This is my second fan mail. Looks like I might be writing more. Keep the episodes coming, Giants. Fist bump. Shout out to Fabs. Um, first, I just want to say I'm very, um, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of what you've done, how you've grown. Um, I know how you started, what you're doing, and I like how you've grown from that, you know, skill set, and you've added more to your to your resume. Uh, your skill set has grown beyond what you started with, and I know you move countries as well, um, or cities as well. I'm very proud of everything you have done. I see and I follow, you know, I get updates from what you're doing on social media. And, you know, yeah, I just want to say I'm very proud of you and you you are the kind of person, you know, I want to tell other people about to say if he can do it, then you can do it too. So shout out to you, my brother. And for the burnout thing, yeah, thanks for clarifying that as well. Um, And again, you said it just to clarify and put the numbers straight, right? Because there's a different narrative going out. Than what than what happened. So fifty fifty k to sixty k people, like you said, it's still huge, bro. Think about it: sixty thousand people coming to watch you perform. It's fucking huge. I don't know, bro. And like I said last week, we saw this thing they call Afrobeats start from a small bro. bro I always go to shows where we could hardly fill the, the hall. Podcast. Yeah. People couldn't get. <laughs> Did you say you're an intern? Yeah, that's why I tell people. <laughs> say, oh, that's, uh, sorry, I'm an intern. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's the name of a show or a podcast. Or write it down somewhere. Sorry, I'm an intern. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Put that yeah. down. Sorry, I'm sorry. an intern. Yeah, put that down. Sorry, I'm an intern. It makes for a good shirt as well. Uh, should yeah, I should have my book. Should that be the title of my book? I think so. You know. I was saying I was going to name it the intern. I like oh, that. Okay. Sorry, I'm an intern. I think sorry, you should I'm put it down, man. Yeah, sorry, I'm an intern. I will send it to me, please. It's my own. It's my own. That's mine. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. comma. I'm an intern. Anyways. That's, that's fire. That's fire, actually. That's fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was I? Intern. What the fuck were we talking about? Yeah, about the old cats Afrobeats. and everything. Like, yeah, you know, people were trying to get their records on, on radio, bro. I saw artists climb Bokada. Like, I've seen different things from the first iteration of what Afrobeats is, artistry, how they try to get their records on radio, on TV, you know, so many things, bro. And we saw it in real time, grow, keep growing. Then the banjo and cocaine, there was this flashy thing, the bells, the 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 aesthetics change, the music change, the production change, the wardrobe change, the styling, you know, the dancers came. I remember Kafi's first video, she danced, you know, like yeah. all these things going, the technology brought everything in, all of a sudden people could sell their music online, you know, and all that. And it has gone from that to somebody is selling out a stadium where 60,000 people are attending. In another continent. In another continent. Man, bro, bro, we are privileged to have witnessed this thing. Because a lot of people who witness this thing, a lot of people consuming Afrobeats now did not witness this. It's like it's like you being there at the Bronx when hip hop was made. Like when hip hop was coined hip hop. You know, going there when Melimel DJ 
work, right? We're actually DJing, you know, seeing yeah. that thing called hip hop, which is what like the Nas and Jay Z's and all these guys saw, right? We're able it's to like see. being there, seeing all that, and seeing what hip hop is now. It's the same thing, my brother. Mm. It's the same thing. We are very. We should consider ourselves millennials. Should consider themselves very privileged to have witnessed this thing start from scratch to where it is. Yep. Because Afrobeat is going to be here for a while. We see it for, already. For you a see fucking the- while. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Shout out. So shout out to people like Bonner and all that. And I think what I just need, right, is for them to acknowledge these pioneers and not just the top level pioneers. It's easy to acknowledge the guys who were the biggest and the loudest, but there were people who played very instrumental roles. Like I want them to acknowledge those people as well because they also were very um, instrumental in driving this thing they call Afrobeats today. You know, someone like a Terry G is not yeah. acknowledged. And Terry G He's is one actually. of the like, biggest drivers of Afrobeats. The Afrobeat culture we see today, Terry G was one of the people that really drove that whole, you know, thing to... It was very edgy, pushed it to another level, right? That everyone else said, oh, this Terry G style, let me take a bit of it here, let me take a bit of it there. Case solo, you know. Some artists like, come on, man, Malam Spicy, you know. So not just like the A-list artists who were very popular and won awards. What about the B-list, C-list, and even D-list artists that had their moments, you know? Uh, what's the name of this guy? The DJ, some of those DJs, DJ Shabzi. These are the guys that broke records, you know? Anyways, man, I don't want to go on a whole fucking rant about it. So shout out to you, Fabs, and shout out to everybody pushing the Afrobeat culture. All right, All this right. is from... So, wait, wait. Do yeah, you know that anytime you, you say something like, um, you are someone that guy did it, so you can do it too. You know, you have to like expand the contest because it can mean two things. It can mean that guy did it, that guy's a bomb, he did it, he did it, that means you can do it. Or you don't understand, you have to anytime you make that comment, you have to like expand so that your context so that people can understand what you're saying. So you're saying Fab's case, which is um, which is it? I have no idea what you're talking about, Steve. Ah, uh, I'm saying what, what you, you say. Yeah, I'm saying what you say when you test when you say, "Oh, Osag did it, so you can do it too." It might mean two things. Mm-hmm. It might mean Osag is a that Osag is a bomb, but he did it. That means you can do it too, right? Like if Osag oh, can do it, you can do it. Okay, okay. Or like, no, exactly. So I'm saying, so exactly you should be able to do it too. So I'm saying, okay, so I'm saying that you make a comment like that, you have to you have to expand the conversation on the content so that the person will understand what you're talking about. <laughs> guess, what, guess what, Steve? You know what? When I said that shit. What you're saying played at the back of my head, but ah, exactly. this <laughs> too, my guy, man. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say here is Fabs is not a bomb. What I'm trying to say is that of his story should inspire you, exactly, young man yeah. who you know, um, um, off his hard work and sweat, built yeah. himself to the point where he upskilled himself to the point where he could travel to another country. You know, yeah. and get a job there and live a yeah. you know fulfilling life, right? That's yeah. that's the same thing I'm trying to say. You know, smart young man, you should see yourself as like the average Nigerian being able to do that as well. So that's the point. I think you know 
the other context would be like, oh, if Buari could be president, hey. He's the other star. Everybody can be president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man. You, 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 you know, you should yeah, do that. Exactly. Go know? for that yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for yeah, that yeah. role. Just you know, move. Yeah. apply for Just that job. President. Exactly. Apply for that job. Get Be more apply confident in yourself. Yeah. You know, you could also spend eight years just doing some shit and just destroy the some shit. Exactly, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. All uh, right, this is from Amiara. Good day, Giants. Omar, I just want to shout out EOT too. I was reading this his newsletter and I was like, Omar, eh? I thought to myself, this is not a normal newsletter. I had patience and read to the end without rushing to the end to know what it's all about. If that's how interesting the book will be, or even more, I'm selling my dad's land to buy it. I don't care. Thanks. And the guy put mm. up a prayer smiley and a crying smiley. Is Thank you guy? very much. I don't, um, I don't know if he's a guy. I just I don't, I don't, see, I don't, I don't see gender. Don't Steve. misrepresent people on this podcast, please. I don't see. I'm I don't sorry, see gender. Me, for me, guy. Yeah, guy is. Um, okay. Is, um, okay. 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 What's the word? Is gender sexual? Yeah, this is gender neutral rather. Guy, yeah. I can use guy because I see a bunch of guys. Hi guys, what's going on? I do that. That's guys. true, not that's, true. Look at us, very progressive human beings. It's very that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. I think we've always been progressive. Always, <laughs> always been very, very. <laughs> okay. That's not the podcast That's why to never come. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, Ayo, I read. Okay, well. I mean, we'll talk about it, you know, it's, it's part of what we're going to talk about. Anyways, the the story of Afrobeat's generation. Yeah, yeah. Bro. From read, you know, funny enough, I'm not done. But oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, I'm not done. You know, um, I just want to say, you're a damn fucking good writer. Thank you, my bro. For real? I already <laughs> write like that. Wow. <laughs> I, I just I want to know. say that. I didn't know. We'll put, we'll put the link to this with your article again. We'll put it in the show notes for people to read. Yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to your book. Yeah. I I eagerly anticipate it. The reason we've not seen this book yet is it. mm-hmm. just because of who I is. It's just because of the standards he likes playing in. Right? Mm-hmm. Like yes, when you I see this guy, I'm, I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, eh, this guy know they make noise. Like he know they talk. Now he makes sometimes eh. I see some bombs just trying to disrespect my man, man. Come on, see this guy. This guy that you're seeing, eh? Um, Ayo, forget. Like I said, man. Sorry, I'm not man. You know. Sorry, I'm not Okay, the last, the last news, uh, the last meal comes from uh, friend, friend of the pod. Yeah, the last meal comes from friend of the pod, Adishola Balogun, friend of the pod, friend of the pod. You should also check out his podcast, Coffee and Beans podcast, you can get in anywhere you get your podcast. Let me tell and you about guys, Coffee and Beans, guys. Sorry, let me tell you. Let me tell people about Coffee and Beans. If you're, if you're a business owner in Nigeria, like you, you, how do I put it? Like you have interest in business or doing something on your own, just go and listen to that podcast. You know, so you know, yep. since they talk about businesses, right? When you go and listen to like uh, like MBA professors or. It's, you you know you hear Dangote talking or you hear like Bugay talking about secrets to businesses. It doesn't really, yeah, stuff like that, right? Oh, they're all cool, right? But it lacks one thing. It lacks that local application. Like, it doesn't relate to you. When you listen to businesses, in like business owners in Nigeria talk about their businesses, like, and how they, 
and how they navigate the challenge, the many challenges that this this country just brings brings up, like bring up every day. You will understand, like what it is. Like that podcast really opened my eyes to like a lot of things about about running a, running a business in Nigeria. And I want to give him a shout out for that. I really love that podcast. I really love it. Thanks. Nice one, Steve. Coffee and Beans podcast. You guys can get it anywhere you get your podcast. Um, yes. So Adeshola says, hello, guys. How are you doing? Have you noticed that Osags has an app suggestion for every problem you might have? I was yes, talking black to mirror. him about an issue. <laughs> I was talking to him about an issue I had at the office. And the next thing he says is, so-and-so app can fix that or can do that. I'm like, bro, how do we know which app? does what and is it safe to absolutely rely on them in solving our day-to-day issues god bless yes 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 there's an app for everything and i think you need to rely on it because what's the point of not relying on it you rely on technology for any or every other thing right you rely on technology for communication you rely on technology for education you rely on technology to do a lot of things so please download our app today pay for the premium service and start using it it'll solve your life and help your life I have a mm. bunch of receipts here that I need to log into my app to actually help me check where I'm spending money the most on. Am I spending most on groceries? Am I spending on internet connection? You know, and all that. And the app analyzes and breaks it down for me and shows me where I'm spending money most. And I can make my financial um, decisions, you know, on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis to reduce or increase in, well, hopefully reduce everywhere, <laughs> you yeah, know, on what true. I'm spending money on so please if there's an app or something download it and use it if for that's example you spend money i'm not saying you do it it's just for people who do it you spend money in hotels outside for your side chicks how do you think that app will analyze what will it call that expenses um um that's um recreational <laughs> okay <laughs> recreational <laughs> oh, fantastic oh, yeah wow. You either put it on recreation or entertainment. Okay, that's true. That's true. They don't budget for again. Wow. <laughs> so, something yeah, about this. If you, work in an, if you work in an agency, eh, and yeah. say, bro, some wild shit has happened, I can't talk on this podcast. I went for an event, and, you know, some, I, how do you call them again? The ladies of the night were brought in, right? Yeah. Women of enterprise, for, women of, women and, of commerce. Sure, and I was checking. Yes, and I was checking the breakdown when the guy was doing the breakdown in the agency and he just put it there, oh, entertainment. It's entertainment. <laughs> Are you not entertained? You like it, you like it, no, no, you'll be entertained. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Yeah. 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 You rather put entertainment or, you know, week, weekend recreation. Yeah. So talking yeah. about AI, app, app, technology and stuff, I and Dio are having a conversation. Asagi. Um, Dio, mm-hmm. I, I, I does not know this Dio. But we're having a conversation okay. about... Uh, charge GPT and he was like, ah, like he's just being careful. He doesn't want, um, he doesn't want to like overuse it so that, like the way I explain it, you know, like he doesn't want, he doesn't want um his ability, his own natural ability to do things go away just because of an app. Yeah, you know, like he yeah. was telling me to be careful. I say, bro, it's it's, it's too late. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm finished. <laughs> what, what you <laughs> because... should tell him is that you know what you should tell him. Steve? You should just tell him yeah. that. Oh, that's fine. I agree with you. So as we're leaving here and we're going home, make sure you don't take your car, walk home. <laughs> exactly, walk home. Exactly. So I believe that for you to... Because tech, new tech comes, AI, new tech, new technology comes and, and will take people's jobs, 100%. So I think one of the biggest upskilling that you can do as a career person or in business or whatever thing you're doing 
is to always make good use, learn how to use the new tech coming in because it's the more you know how to use it, the better you are equipped, you are equipping yourself for the whatever challenge, the job challenges that that technology might bring, right? That's it. Absolutely. New technology will come, you know, and you can't then say, oh, because um, um, there's a washing machine and I don't need to wash anymore, I, will, I won't have the ability to wash. No, yeah. that's why you have a washing machine. Do you that's understand? Good. Then the washing machine can wash your clothes. So yeah. it's the same thing with, with um, you know, um, AI yeah, and chat GPT yeah. and whatever right now. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to write this 400 or 500 um, worded article or whatever write-up or ChatGPT can write the first layer for me and then I can take it and then use that concept and break it down that's and it. edit and, and change and all that. And put in your human elements. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the concept of driving. Yeah. Oh, I can get exactly. into the car and I don't need to yeah. walk anymore. All I need to do is use my leg to, to press the, the brake, the pedal and everything and, and you know, use yeah. my hand to steer the car and get to my destination. So it's the same thing. What I would want everybody to do is just to study prompt engineering, which is the context, the concept of using um, generative, um, generative um, LLMs to okay. achieve, you know, certain tasks or achieve certain results, etc., etc. That's the basic okay. thing. Which is to break it down, it is essentially how to ask the AI the certain kind of give the certain kind of query to the AI to get the desired response that you're looking desired for. Response that that is what yeah. prompt that is what prompt engineering is. And there are already some minor courses on that on I think Coursera and a few other places. And you guys yeah. can take a few hours to study that and get it going. It's called prompt I'll, engineering. Yeah, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think I think technology really affects only like in terms of job, um, I'm talking about like the jobs, like the job calls or job um, coming for people's job. I think it only, mm -hmm. yeah, it only affects, I think, the junior guys the most. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you think that's true. Because, for example, the queries that a doctor is going to give, everything, ev all of us have access to, to ChatGPT, right? But there's something like a medical doctor will ask that ChatGPT that I can never ask. You understand what I'm saying? And he will get a better response than me. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, that's where man. prompt engineering actually comes into place because you then have to like look at the uh, require um, the desired results, but to get the query, for, you know, to, to understand which query to get that desired result is also very hard. And you can't yeah. be a doctor, an engineer, a civil engineer, an airline instructor and all those things in one, right? So yeah. at the end of the day, you need professionals in those places. So before, exactly. so everybody has to be a prompt engineer. Oh, okay. Doctor has to be a person. Right. You have to you have to understand it and then you have to grow up in that field. So it yeah. still goes back to what you're saying. You have to have some sort of like knowledge sort of base yeah. before you can even say, Okay, I can take over this Maybe person's job or I can tech, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because okay, you ask yeah. the AI uh, and the AI is giving you this uh, yeah, it gives you stuff. What, what do you know about it? And you're just yeah, like, Oh, true. The pancreas level of the the level of the pancreas, you have to put the liver there, and you're like, what the fuck? I can't do this. Shit. <laughs> That's true. You know, and all that. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You still have to have that knowledge. So it is again, you just continue upskilling yourself. Those people who are on the lower level of the skill base, which is, oh, I want to write a 200 word article, or I want to create social media caption and copy. All those ones, no be work anymore. No be work anymore. Nobody work anymore. Yeah. Things have yeah, changed. Uh, so you yeah. where they do that kind of work. 
what do you not have to do? How do you upskill yourself to have more knowledge so that yeah. you know? So that's all how. Right. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, so that's all for fan mail. Let's get into yeah. the. Let's get into the cocoa. Um, Guinness World Records as I'm sure the month of uh, May and June has been very interesting for them as a company. If you thought their social engagement KPIs, they are fine. But they fit all their social media engagement KPIs probably for the it. next five years. You want to it? Probably for the next five. They, you know, and the problem is that the boss will now go and readjust it and set yes, new now. standards. But like, if they hit their target for the year, if they don't tweet anything for anymore for like maybe the next three years, they hit their targets. I mean, yeah. it doesn't work that way. But you get my point. Yeah. Yeah. On the summary. Yeah. Let me check the engagement level for the tweet announcing Hilda Bassi as a record breaker. Oh, the tweet now has 30... The video has 30.8 million views. Damn. You know, Damn. the funny thing is that the Guinness World Record, right, they, they got super excited and, you know, tweeted about the video. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, and saying that that is the that 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 tweet has gotten the most. Oh yeah, Engagement. they were like, "This is our best performing tweet of all time, with nearly twenty five million news feeds reached." The, by the time they were tweeting about the tweets, it had two point five million views. Right. Look how good. By the time they were tweeting about the tweets, the tweet had uh, 2.5 million views. Now the tweet there that they they tweeted about the video, right? Now mm-hmm. has eight point two million. Too much power, mm. man. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the original tweet they're talking about. That's a three percent, please. Yeah. All right. And but the original tweet they're talking about. Tinubu has not given us figures. Yes, now has thirty point eight million views. God damn. One hundred and ten thousand retweets. Two hundred and thirty. 9.6 thousand likes with close to 20,000 comments. This is insane numbers. And their followers have grown to 728,000. This is That's insane great. numbers, guys. This That's is good. why a lot of people want to create Nigerian content or content that will appeal to Nigerians. Yeah, because numbers are just too much. The numbers are insane. That's why there's that white... What's the name of that white tall girl that keeps singing Afrobeat records? Oh, yeah. I see her on TikTok. Yeah. There are plenty of them now. So I've forgotten her name. Yeah. Or the other one that's... I don't know her name. is called Amelia or something. And she said her name is Eniola or something. Like, you have people who are coming to tap into the Nigerian crowd, Nigerian space on Twitter, because you will get, the, you will get that engagement. It's insane. Def. These are insane numbers. 30.8 million views announcing a Guinness World Record. Like, look at their older tweets, man. You know, fam. People like, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And if you are a content creator, this should be showing you that it is possible that if you win over the Nigerian audience, you are in full position to... Yeah, anything can happen. Let me just put it like that. Anything can happen. 
even if, even I'm sure even when Hilda Bassi started this whole thing, right? I know she got influencers, she engaged people and all that. People have been doing this shit before. DJ OB yeah. has you know, done this thing. DJ Yin has done this thing. You Cafe know, quite done. a number of people have yeah, done all this. But I haven't seen this much love, acceptance, and virality around somebody attempting to cook for like long period of time. I mean it's a great feat. I'm not, you know, playing it down. I'm just saying the virality this thing causes is insane to the point Smart. where everybody now everybody now wants to <laughs> everybody Coffee. now wants to break a Guinness World Record. Yes, so prayer ton, watch a ton, everything ton. Yeah. So why was why was why was Hilda's own different from everybody? What happened? Oh, uh, I can't really I can't really press her one because it's yes, she did a lot of press work. She did hit a lot of influencers. Um she was quite popular in socials again. She has a lot of friends who are like content creators or content creators on Instagram. But I think it's just at the end of the day, just in Nigeria trying to break into the world space or create a world record. And I think that just fostered some type of unity that Nigeria just needed and just banded towards her. And it was a snowball effect. You know, when it started, it was like, okay. Then they kept growing and growing. And the way Nigerians know how to use, the, the, know how to use social media very well, it now became an event. Up to the point that uh, our governor, our dear governor, had to go and eat jollof rice there. Uh, Oshinbajo called, Bwari tweeted, or his account tweeted, Tinubu tweeted, and everything. I think when you see a Nigerian about to hit the world stage, there's some type of pride and joy over that concerning that, you know. And uh, we see that we, we see to the musicians day in day out. We see with uh, Victor Sime, and this one is just a first of all, she's beautiful again, which adds another dimension to that, and. You see a lady here in Nigeria trying to just create a world record and you want to applaud her for the effort and it became a whole big movement and it snowballed into one of the biggest movements in, that the Guinness Book of World Records have seen. Look at how long it took them to approve the, the, the record. That's faster than most records that people apply for. you know, Because I think they knew that it was a burning hot issue and they had to jump on it. But I think it just shows um, the way Nigerians, when Nigerians see that like a fellow Nigerian is like on the world stage or is about to break something, People rally around him. Look at when Anthony Joshua used to come to Nigeria, and the whole fuss about Anthony Joshua when he was like in his prime, like you know, wanted to go for every champion of the world. Now we sit with the MMA boys, or I don't know what's what's more that sport they, they play. Is it MMA? UFC, MMA, now, MMA is the sport. UFC is the. Look at them now. Everybody's everybody, everybody. You know, somehow um, our guy in NBA has not tapped into that yet. Maybe he needs to do more work. Look at Saka coming back home. That was noise at the end of the day. So it's just that whole thing of, oh, um, a Niger boy or a Niger babe can do this and be on the world map. Then, you know, let's push them out. Nigerians just have this, I won't call it weird, but they have like hometown pride. You know, when the Nigerians are about to enter that into global fame and everything, they just latch onto the person. Yeah, right, yeah Yanis, you're right, Ayo. Yanis has not really tapped into it because I'm not, I'm not sure he's ready. Um, Yanis has not really, I'm not sure he's ready to do that, but he, he should because. Um, he should be as Yanis is. Yanis has not gotten the level of uh, fame that Hakim got, Lajimo got. Yeah, in Nigeria, no. Um, yes, I don't. Uh, yeah, in Nigeria, one he plays in a small market too, Shamuoki. So maybe that's another reason. Uh, and again, his name. Yanis, his, should, Yanis should be more popular. Yeah. His name doesn't. If you go and meet a Nigerian person now, that do you know Yanis? They'll think he's who is that person. Exactly. His, it's not like you hear Hakim or Lajimo. Israel Adesanya, Anthony Josh. Okay, Anthony Josh, but it still sounds possible that has a Nigerian name. 
Yeah, yeah, Yanis. Uh, is too Greek. Then the name that's Adetokunbo, you now change it to. Uh, no, 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 no. You have a lot of explaining to do in a Jebo Come on. I wanted to ask. Yeah, I think Ayo is absolutely right. Like the Yanis' son name is very difficult to pronounce with the way it's spelled, right? If it was even Adetokunbo, I think it would have been more popular here. But people can't even pronounce it the way it's written. I wanted to ask, um, Steve, Yanis, is mom and dad, are they both um, Southwesterners? No, no, no. The mom is from, the mom is Yibo. The dad is Yoruba. Because they don't look, okay. him and his brothers don't look Yoruba, so to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His name, his name is, his middle name is Ugo. Ugo, oh. okay. Yeah, Ugo. Ugo Shiku, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's, yeah, um, that, he's Yoruba, Ibo Yoruba, yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to I the just want to see yeah, I just want to say Anthony Joshua is a very Nigerian name. <laughs> no, he's a very Nigerian. He's a very Nigerian. Thinking about it again, just thought about it again. He's a very Nigerian name. Just yeah, I think so. What I just said about um, the cookathon, the cookathon was is very correct. Um, I think the 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 worst stage in Nigerian being on the worst stage is going to like Ghana foster that sense of unity among Nigerians to like really cheer on that person. We've done it for Israel Adesanya. We've done it for um, Kamarusman. These are people who are like who are from citizens of other countries, right? Even when they were born Nigerians. So imagine having it for someone like like Yuda. You know, it was a, it was an it was an easy catch, right? But most importantly, and this is I think this is going to tie back into the next conversation I'm going to have about this thing. Why Huda own worked was because she planned it. She really knew what she was doing. She's 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 a chef who said, you know what, I'm going to break this record and went into plan planning an event, a very good event for it. And that means, yeah. you know, reaching out to media houses to partner, reaching out to celebrity friends, reaching out to a lot of people. Like, she reached out to a lot of people before she said, it's like she really planned it. You yeah, know, she did a lot of preparation. A lot of people. He who plans to fail, who fails to plan, plans to fail. Like, they, they, that saying is there for a reason. It's there because without deliberate planning, you can never do anything. Like, you really have to plan things well. And that's my problem with this whole dummy thing, the the Ekiti girl that's trying to whatever else, uh, said, whatever hey, she said she was do do. to do, right? She, it was obviously not well put put together. Put 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 together. Like there's a whole lot of mediocrity around that whole attempt, you know. And that's why I don't fuck with it, to be very honest. And and I, I give I give kudos to to Hilda. She pulled up an amazing event. Like they created that whole event, you know. Had a session for VIPs where VIPs will come and eat. Has a session for people to watch her. You know, went into this social media campaign that they plan. Like it was really, really good, and I'm I'm so proud of her. You know, and I'm happy. I'm happy for her too. Yeah, officially got the record yeah. from the Guinness Book. Yeah, officially got she officially got the record too, and that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Let's talk about what's going on in the kitty, please. What the hell is going on there? Ayo. Um, first of all, I want to say that. AKT State is the state that was rumored uh, that uh, voters actually sold their votes on credit. So they sold their votes, they narrowed their bank details. So they, by the time they get home on the next day, this last election, I'm not joking, can't call it. Well, anyway, um, so we have a chef, Damin, who might be or might not be sponsored by one of these mushroom churches in Fireway, hinterland of Yoruba in Southwest, AKT State. And um, she was thrust into spotlight shortly after Hida Bassi's uh, glorious attempt. She too wanted to break the record and 
like Steve said, it was a laughable presentation. And this is the problem we have in Nigeria. It's not that people are saying that she cannot go and do this, but if you want to do something, do it well in the spirit of excellence. People were using sentiments that, oh, blah, 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 this, and it now became a comedy show. You know, there were more memes about the event itself than the event proper, and the event proper, you know. And lo and behold, I think in two days or three days, she supposedly beat the record. But it seems that she didn't apply to Guinness World Record, blah, blah, blah. Then she now went on the media tour in Ikiti. First of all, I didn't know there was any media in Ikiti for you to tour in, you know. Um, <laughs> I can't name one newspaper from Ikiti. Somehow she did oh, some stuff that. Uh, okay, and, sorry. Uh, Shout out to Ikiti people. Shout out to Ikiti people. Uh, BBC interviewed her. Um, and she said that she's going to go for another attempt. And this will be more structured. And I think it's just laughable right now because... Nigerians have a tendency to do this. I remember when Linda Ikeji was blowing up the blogging. And this is when she just, she was, I think she just bought a Jeep. And this is when she was still living in Sulerio. She hadn't gotten the mansion yet. But once Nigerians saw that, Omo, Linda Ikeji is making money on blogging. Every time they can hire, just bought a laptop, bought modem, and decided to be a blogger. You know, and they spot, they polluted the whole business. Now we are seeing Chef Dami do the same thing. And there are other people now saying, Oh, they too, they want to start doing their own, uh, they want to break their own war record. You know, there's a lecturer somewhere who says he wants to have the longest um, lecture session, whatever, for, for how many days. Somebody wants to do a prayer turn. Somebody wants to do a movie turn where you just binge watch shows for like seven or eight days. And it's just laughable now, you know. And this is the spirit of excellence that Nigerians don't have. You don't have to do what somebody has done to make it. Find your own way, find your own path. He the person that woke up one day and said, oh, you know what, let me try this cooking thing. She didn't jack anybody's shit at the end of the day. Now, obviously, there's that record, but in the Nigerian context, it wasn't like that. But this Chef Dami thing is just, it shows us how small-minded, shallow, and, uh, you know, lacking the spirit of excellence that Nigerians have. And it has become a shit show. And it's a shame that everybody has just decided to run, almost everybody has decided to run with it. And instead of ignoring it, it has now become this ugly monster that, I hope she doesn't go for the second attempt because I can't stand it. I might have to leave the internet. Because I can't see somebody trying to pick beans when they're supposed to book <laughs> It's just annoying at the end of the day. We are seeing government yeah. officials pull up. When she was doing that thing, government, government officials that should be thinking of how they will move the state of Ekiti forward. I can bet you Ekiti has a lot more problems than you going to one place to go and see somebody break. Ekiti has more problems than that. But you go out there and just be doing rubbish. I don't get at the end of the day. But like I said, man, this is what... This is the country we're in. We like this kind of bullshit. Yeah, man. It's just that's you know just going after what. So someone has done something and succeeded, right? You now just want to go and get that same result without following the due process that the person, the first person followed. Do you understand? And that's like it's it's just it's, it's if it's fucking annoying, and it makes mockery of the whole thing that you know like it's. I don't even know where to start. That that thing annoyed me. Eh? Like the whole look at her now walking around with bodyguard. Bodyguards for for what? Like, I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't oh my get god! It. Oh man. Here's oh. here's here's. I mean, I I said it very well, and Steve, what you've added also makes sense, right? I think the spirit of excellence is what we should all strive for. Spirit of excellence, right? Where we are all inspired to do something because. It is, it is like an original feeling. It is actually organic. 
I think a lot of people are inspired to now start breaking world records because they've seen the byproduct of Hilda's success. And the byproduct, one of the byproducts of Hilda's success is fame. And people want to be famous. Yeah. People love being famous. Yeah. Right? If Hilda had broken that record and it was tweeted and there was no you know, fame around the whole thing. I don't think a lot of people will be attempting to break any records. People just feel this as a gateway into, oh, I'm famous, I can make more money, I can, you know, sell this and sell that. And then they think it's easy. Yeah. Like you said, look at the whole setup of the whole thing, right? It looked like... And I'm not saying... Look like a home econs lab. Look like a home econs lab. And what, what some other people... People who are now used to mediocrity, what they are now trying to say is that, oh, because she looks like she's from a lower class setting or it's happening in a kitty, we are being um, elitists with our critique, right? That's not what we are talking about here. If this thing was set up in the richest part of wherever, right, we will still have the same critique of what you are doing. How can you say you've completed a hundred hours in three days? The math doesn't add up. Even if you say hundred hours in four days, that's still not up to hundred hours. I believe that is ninety-six hours. So how can you yeah. have a hundred? How can you complete a hundred hours in four days? That is not even four days is ninety-six hours. Is it that my math is wrong here, or, or something is not mathing? It's a kitty math. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to understand. How can you say you've completed a task, you've completed a hundred hours task in four days, when four days is not up to hundred hours? And you sleep so much to rest in those four days. So, and there were, you know, the different reports of she not being present at the, at, at, you know, when they were cooking, they had, you know, Instagram live feed showing us that the place was deserted at some point you know the food she was making looked horrible I, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I, they, you know we, somebody showed me a plate of the beans and someone said if I chop this thing I go purge you go purge but let go around you do you know do you know that her, the poster that she was using for her promotion on social media the food the food on that poster she wow. took it from other people's pages pages I wow. mean, she cooked the food. Like the the poster, the graphic that she used to uh, to promote the the, the whole Gatson, campaign, or digitally, right? The whole campaign, all the plates of foods you are seeing there, the photos of foods you are seeing there, right? So that one had jollof rice, one had um, a goosey soup, whatever. She took the photos from all these um, Instagram food uh, people who sell food on Instagram, who do food on Instagram. Start to even start with you could you can't even. <laughs> There's no originality in this thing now. It's just too fake. It's just the whole. Is is the is the typical case of a of a Nigerians seeing somebody seeing the end result of someone's of someone's hard work and yeah. trying to mm. skip the hard work to get that that yeah, result. Yeah, just want the end it's result. Just, it's just want the end. Yeah, result. it's just the end result. It's because yeah. everything, the only thing they saw is just where he that what he that became after our attempt. That's the only thing they saw, and that's the only thing that we, like that that doing this for like is. It's just so annoying, and 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 when we talk about these things on Twitter, they, you see people talking about oh, now because she poor, like they no get money or she no fine. I'm like, no, that's not what we're being, talking about here. Being poor don't mean that you have to live. You have, you have to do things in a mediocre way. Yeah, shabby. You understand way. me? Like quality, quality, 
quality is not about price. It's not about money, money, the money attached to it, right? If you do things well, do things properly, you know, people will see you and commend you and even try to, and if, if they see that, oh, it's, it's, um, the, 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 it's, maybe you are poor, right? And you are doing things well. People will bring money to support your course just because they know that you are doing it very well in the in a quality yeah. way in an organized manner, you know. But this is yeah. just a shit show. Nobody cares about it. Yeah, and I think people are just you know supportive of the lady. You know, shout out to the lady and all that. First of all, she's not a chef. That's also the that's also the other thing. She's not a chef. She's just a young lady. Then you know the people behind her is who I'm even more critical. You know, uh, critical about yeah. the people who. Yeah are pushing and I believe it's a church that is getting the whole thing done. So they've also brought the whole religious angle into it. You can't critique people or you can't critique the church or, the, you know, any church-sponsored or church, you know, organized events and all that. So there's also that angle where if you're trying to critique it, they say, you know, the Lord, you can't critique God, the Lord. Has, there's that whole thing. I don't want to go into it. Man, I'm not I'm not a big fan of of trying to replicate someone's success when you've not also walked the walk that the person has done. Like Steve said, yeah. the Hilda probably, I think I read somewhere where she said she's been planning for this thing for like four or five years, putting mm-hmm. in a lot of work, right? And then you see the byproduct of all that hard work and you think you can just replicate it in a week without any planning. At some point, I was even scared that the the the, the lady in the kitty would collapse because she was not looking healthy. Yeah, so not looking, she was looking worn out. Yeah, I'm frail. And I'm like, I hope this lady is going to survive this thing that you guys are doing. And now you've done all that thing. But you know the funny thing about the internet? Funny thing about the internet, and I was saying this on last episode, is that, Ayo, you can literally stab me in my stomach, right? Yeah. And there's a video of that, and we get on the internet, and the narrative can change within a period of time, and everybody supports you. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's already gone. That's where we are with right? and social media, right? So with all this critiquing we're doing, there's a large part of the internet that has supported this lady and like, you guys are haters, fuck it. Yeah, and yeah, she's right. now a, a celebrity who, who yeah. has security details. <laughs> so that's, that's the crazy thing about the internet. That's the crazy thing about everything. So I don't even know what to do now, you know, or who to critique or like maybe... Shit just happens right now. I don't know where the... I don't know what... You know, I, I can't predict right or wrong on social media anymore. You you yeah. literally can't. Anyways, that's that's uh, that's that for that. I just want to say anything you want to do, put in some work, you know, and... Put in some work. Put in some work. And, yeah, and, and this thing, this thing, uh, the, the reason, the reason I'm so worried about it because it's, it's literally the only thing you see all around you in Nigeria, right? That's why you see a 15, a 16 year old boy thinking about buying a Mercedes. Like that's the only thing. Like there's, there's this trade, there's this um, skit or this voice pop someone did. They went outside and said, um, if you, if I give you something, someone right now, what, what are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do with it? Everybody, all of them were mentioning iPhone 14. 19, 17, 16 year old boys, they're like boys and girls. They were mentioning iPhone 14, iPhone 14. Like, what, what do you want? Oh, God. It's just a problem. You know why? People don't want. Yeah, because, yeah. That, like, like you said, that's the only thing they're seeing around them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is actually. And when, when they pick up their phones and go to social media, which is the first place that everybody goes to now, as well as young people, right? 
that is what they are seeing. You know, then see, we have responsibility as people in the media, no matter the role you play in the media, whether you're a podcaster, you create um like skits, whatever, right? You have a responsibility to thread the path of morality in as much as you want to be as ludicrous as possible. The only problem with that is the spectrum of social media is on one end ridiculousness and the other way controversy. And the only way the platform rewards you is if you want, if you go to either end. So even if uh, you're yeah, trading yeah. the part of morality, your shit ain't going to go viral. But it Look at all, like, sorry, let me just even mention yeah. this point. Like a nasty black now, right? And some of his other friends, they've done so many skits that make the average Nigerian girl, one, dress so, uh, what's the word? Um, first of all, like they, they, they've made the average in their skits, they've made the average Nigerian girl, they've over sexualized or hyper sexualized the average Nigerian girl. They, they've done what they've turned into sexual caricatures. Yes, that's it. They've turned them to sexual caricatures who play the role of offering nothing but sex. So they are walking up to them, they are scantily dressed most times. Then they use girls who have like a voluptuous, right? big boobs or big ass, those are the only girls they use most times. And the only thing they are offering or engaging in the whole context of their skits is sex. It's irritating. That's where, that's where lie is. they've done it for so long. Oh man, lie is great. And they've done it for so yeah. long. And these things, people watch these things. Young men watch these things. And then I start starting to think that, oh, okay, all I need to do is, first of all, any girl who is who has like big curves is a sexual character. They don't see the person as a human being anymore. It means oh, if yeah. I bring my car, if I drive my car, she most likely wants to jump in my car because this kid showed that when he was trying to talk to the girl, the girl didn't listen to him. Then when he drove by, the girl jumped in the car. Do you understand what I mean? Like yeah. you create these small skits and narratives and it's drilling into the minds of young men and young women to the point where they think that is what is happening. Or you, yeah. that you have a job, you earn very well. Then on Friday night, the only thing you are doing is posting pictures of, of, of McCallan and Glenn Fiddich in the, in the club. What do you think what you are is, doing to young men who earn significantly sorry, what, less than you? Mac, and this is McCallan, the goal. What's McCallan do? It's a Are kind you? of drink now. Okay, okay. I know the you, drink. You are the person that goes out the most. Yeah, but you are yeah, the one that goes drink. out the most. But I don't drink. <laughs> you are the one that goes out the most. You are okay. the pop culture writer. Oh, yeah, I know like, Steve is the one that drinks the most, but yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. He's the Niger Delta man, so obviously he's the one that drinks the most. <laughs> do you understand? So you are only posting stuff like that every time on your feed. What do you think people who earn significantly less than you are thinking? Oh, okay, when I earn more, this is the way, this is the life. And that's the only thing you are posting. So there's no balance of righteousness with the ratchetness. It's just ratchetness every time. So what the the fuck do you think is going to happen to young people? Yeah, and the thing is that once you consume that kind of content, the algorithm will keep giving it back to you because it believes that's what you want to see. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that thing of mediocrity, and so many people are very, very, very receptive of mediocrity now. Look at the whole yeah. thing happening in Ekiti and people were defending it with their chest. You people are just hating on the young girl. People are just... And I'm like, are you thinking? A lot of people don't think. And it's painful. 
And it's not at a Nigerian all. thing. I'm sure it's a global thing. This is happening because uh, uh, Mr. Byron Mishu is going to call me on Monday morning and say, nigga, this thing is not in Nigeria. Actually, and, and I'm not saying it's particular. There's ratchetness in every culture. It's just that because we are here, we see our own. You know, there's ratchetness in every culture. White America has its own ratchetness. Black America has its own ratchetness. Oh my god! I don't want to go into the Black own. American ratchetness. Uh, no, that one is a, is a is a pandemic right now. It's the is the is the precursor event before the zombie zombie outbreak in America. Before the apocalypse. Before the apocalypse lands. Yeah. Anyways, I I just wanted to get out of my chest, man. All right, let's go into what our president has been up to. I wish I could play a news, a news soundtrack. Steve, pa this na is your na turn. Na na na. Reuters is calling. <laughs> is that NTA? First of yes. all, before we go into this whole thing, shout out to NTA. Welcome back. Yeah, they are back. Welcome back. They are back on Twitter. <laughs> the picture is still horrible. The picture is still horrible. Yeah. No, the, no they, didn't say, they didn't say programming. They didn't say programming is back. They just said they Twitter, said Twitter account. Back. It was one by okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. They're still showing cassava. They're still showing cassava on NT. That one is sure. Okay. They're still showing one cultural festival happening in Jigawa. Yeah. Anyways, um, so shout out. I mean, you definitely know there's a new handler. Um, I think I know who it is. I don't want to say it on the podcast. I yeah, I think I know who it is. Um. But yeah, you want you, you immediately see that there's been a change of somebody said, "Give me the password, <laughs> give me mm-hmm. the password, yeah. give me the there's password now." Change of handlers, now. yeah. And then you see a, a bit of how like le- the communication style of Lagos State government. You immediately mm-hmm. see it, you know, on the NTA, you know, my and Twitter account. You know my theory. Yeah, you know how private media was very hard on Buari and um, uh, Good Luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to use NTA to counter that. And NTA is the biggest net TV network in Nigeria. They're going to use NTA. NTA is going to now be properly going to be the mouthpiece of this government. And they're going to use it to fire it's for fire. Now. To do. Yeah, it's fire it's for fire now. Yeah. Fire for it's fire. You say, yeah, if you say rubbish about me and you only have one small TV station in Lagos, I'm firing you back on all 36 states. And I'm on DSCV too. So what's the problem? Let's go. See, let me tell you something that we are immediately seeing through the NTA handle, right? And we've seen this in Lagos State. Lagos State knows how to use narratives. Yeah, no. They know how to use the concept. What Lagos State knows how to do, right? And this is from the Tinumbu lineage all the way down to the Songulu lineage. Is they know how to create themes. They know how to mm-hmm. create create campaigns. Yeah. Right. Those two things: themes and campaigns. And these yeah. are the things you use to actually drive your political agenda: themes and yes. campaigns. So for every person that has been running for uh, like everybody that has been running through the um, APC or backdated AD or AC um, um, political um, party, right? They always come with their own campaigns every four years. So I remember it was there was Tinubu Zone, there was Fashola Zone. I know Fashola. I think when Fashola was running for the second time, it was Le Consi. There's always like a campaign and theme. And even when each parastatal and each agency from LASMA to um, LASEPA to whatever, they have their own themes and campaigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, easy yeah. to drive their agendas. So that is what we are going to see on the federal level with Tinubu because it's the same gang. When I mean gang, same set of people, his own people, right? And you're seeing it on NTA immediately. They know and understand how to use media 
to drive the narrative. And yeah. like you said, right, every Arise and Channels TV that can be critical about the government, they will make sure NTT is pulling the loudest up. in the room. So, yes, sir. and I know they are, they are just a few weeks in, and you already see how they started pushing up yeah. agenda. Oh, he's meeting this person. Oh, this is happening. That is happening. And there's been a lot of positive feedback from people on Twitter saying, oh, okay, this is happening. That is happening. You know, they're just driving the whole thing fast, quick, out, narrative, yeah. out. And they'll get the exclusive first. They'll oh, get they all the oh, Look at what they've done. Look yes. at the stories they've broken in just one week. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 a smart thing to do. The smart thing it yes, comes one on one, man. It's a smart thing to do. So shout out to that. Yeah, Reuters is calling President Tinubu Baba go fast. Opposite of Baba go <laughs> our last president. Yeah. yeah. So Tinubu, you know, um, president mandated that the Naira be floated and that we have one unified current um, um, exchange rate. Sorry, yeah. I want to add, I want to, I want to say something. Because yes. eight years ago, we voted in a president who went into the into Asurok and started sleeping. <laughs> and his fans on Twitter affectionately started calling him Baba Go Slow. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do we understand the level of stupidity we've displayed in this country? 33%, my brother. 33%. Do you understand? Is this is not the 33%, Ayo? These are people who were learned, right? Oh. Who mm-hmm. now started making excuses for an incompetent. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that there were people saying, oh, you know when people were, crit- were, were critical of, of, of Buhari when he hadn't chosen yeah. his ministers in weeks, yeah. in, in months? Yes. Six, six months. Six months. Saying, yeah, six six months. They said he was saving, saving, saving money. money for the government. Yes. How yes. much was the money? Please? These, are, oh, these are grown people who went to school eh, who were saying, yes, what he's doing is smart. He's saving money for the government. This man is smart. I've, I've I've not seen this kind of idiocracy in my life. Yeah. Stupidity. Yeah. So uh, it's good to see some change. I'm sorry. You know, I know people don't like. We're not saying Tinubu. We're not saying Tinubu is the Messiah, but he's decisive. He's decisive at least. Decisive. It's good to see some change. At least, at least. He has been very sweet, especially with low-hanging fruits, right? Which is. Oh, we only always ask that why the difference between the parallel market and the. And the official rates is just too much. It has to be like created to benefit some people. Let's close this gap and only and have one market, one market, which I don't believe we can do anyway. But that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, like stuff like that that are very low hanging fruits. But he has done them. He has. To, we have to commend him for taking those low hanging fruits because the other guy didn't couldn't do anything. You know, hanger. You don't even touch him at all. You don't even touch her, nothing. And I ain't top pass. Yeah, so. I ain't top pass. I'm sure he's the tallest president we've had, but you know if you touch the low hanging fruit. Yeah, these are top decisions that we've had made since. Yes, man. Stop he's our tallest president so far. Yeah. yeah. Stop paying subsidy. Um, unify the dollar market. That's it. Those are like normal, like small stuff that we needed to do. To, to Those are the we, easy wins. The easy economy. wins, sharp, sharp. Yeah, wow. easy wins. Babano, Babano agree. It's just, it's just so annoying. But it's good to see someone acting. Um, he released his um, senior uh, senior advisor list this last week, this week, last week too. Yeah. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I think he gets tougher now because no longer yeah. these quick wins are no longer there. Now yeah, you have to I... start showing working, and especially when you start picking your your 
when you speak to your ministers and people and now, and now people working for you, you're not making the you're not making the yeah, yeah. Uh, decision, how do I say yeah. the you're decisions not, anymore. You, exactly, or even you're not the one overseeing all the processes. It gets more difficult. It gets tougher. Um, yeah. it, the situations becomes more tough to to manage. So let's see how it goes in between the next hundred years, hundred days, and the first six months before we can officially start like you know rating him as a as a president. How long do you think it's going to take to um, release his ministerial list? I think by next uh, month we have we might have the first draft. Ministerial list. Well, this is July. This is July twenty. Um, June twenty. How long do yeah. you think it will take? Ministerial list will be all the ministers will be confirmed before end of August. Yeah. I think it's going to happen in. I think it's going to happen in July. I think he already has a list. I think he just wants to confirm some other positions and just nail everything. I think it can happen this June. I think it can happen this June. Yeah. June is almost gone. I think they said he's going to France, right? So that's July. So that's July before you know, you know, you know, all the ministers have to go and go to the Senate. So they have some assembly. Yeah. So that would take like another two weeks. Confirmation. Three weeks. Just for confirmation. Screening and confirmation. Screening, that will yeah. take another two weeks or so. So I think end of August is a is a fairer, is a better timeline to give them for ministers. Estimate. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So floated naira. What does this mean basically? It means that there's only one rate. So you float the naira. It means that you take the CBN exchange rate to what the parallel market rate is. For a long time, there's been a parallel market rate and a CBN rate. CBN rate has obviously been lower than the parallel market rate, right? CBN rate was trading about 451 or so. And then the parallel market was as high as 750, even 779 at some point. So now that he has floated it, what would happen is everybody is exchanging money to the dollar at the same rate. This then yeah. means you can, you can basically... Competition comes into play here. So if everybody's floating at the same rate and exchanging at the same rate, it means I can offer less to, you know, get more customers to my own end. And so by this happening, it means every other person would also be attracting more customers by offering less and less and less. So there's a projection that it will go to around 600 and something, which, again, because it's of competition, is 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 better than, you know, what has been happening where For many um, the banks don't have any. The banks don't yeah. have any. Um, you can't even make successful payments with your Naira card, which is absolutely crazy. I remember being in the UK and I took my Naira card and I could withdraw pounds from the ATM, mm -hmm. um, from the ATM easily. You know, or as of now, you can't even use your Naira card to make any um, international transactions. So all those yeah, things will change and be removed. A quick news: they just um, a few hours ago, CBN lifted the cash deposit restriction on domiciliary accounts. Allows ten thousand dollars withdrawals daily. That's the latest news. Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, all these things are like positives in a way. Yeah, the, I think the negatives you know? here would be for people. Sorry, let me just. The, the, the negatives here would be for people who were using like for me to pay for student school fees. The mm -hmm. the money has now gone up. It's no more at four fifty one, right? But yeah. guess what? I know people who have been trying to use for me to pay for school fees since February. And because yep. there has not been any dollars, or because there's also brought some sort of racket into that whole thing. There was a point yeah. where there were rumors that allegedly that if you had 350k, your formula can go through on time, etc., etc., and all that nonsense. So that solves a lot of problems. 
but like I, I you know, and I'm sure. I, I, let me just anticipate what Steve wants to say right now. If you still don't have dollar in the system, still a problem. <laughs> that is simple now. So I don't know. Like there's still, Steve, bro, when there's yeah. scarcity, is there's nothing you can't beat it. There's you can't you can't policy your way or regulation your way out of scarcity. When there's scarcity, there's scarcity. If there's no dollar tomorrow and a book you get time, you can sell it for one thousand. There's no but there's nothing anybody can do. It's nothing. Yeah. So that's I think that's uh, you know I, I, that's my you know initial. Although the the other good news is that now that the dollar is there now, the, the market is free. Everybody will not bring out their dollar, right? Yeah. And there's no, mm-hmm. nobody mop it up again, again, and hide somewhere waiting for. So let's see how it goes. Let's, let's just see in six months' time, right? We know we know where we are as a country. Yeah. And a lot of platforms have started offering like the international remittance and all that. World Remit now has even announced and opened up, you know, yeah. um, the Naira to whether Euro or the Naira to dollar exchange. You know, like things will start to work I'll, again, just like yeah. they were working in 2014. Yeah. I want to ask. Okay, no, I think I'll ask you off the pod. It's about OP. Okay. You can ask me off the pod. But yeah, so... That that's that's what's happening now, and and let's just see how things go from there. Um, I wanted to talk about these student loans that were that was um, um announced by the federal government. Um, federal government is now offering student loans, or will start offering student loans to students who are trying to, um, who are trying to get into tertiary schools. So for all tertiary institutions, money. I believe. Yeah. yeah, and cannot afford it. You can then take a student loan and then pay over a period of time. However, you know, there have been a lot of things raised around um, how to apply for the loan, um, how the student is disqualified from accessing the loan, yeah. ETC and ETC, right? And yeah, I, first of all, I actually looked at the document and reading it, point 14, right, says students applying for loan under this act must apply as provided under section 17 of this of this act on satisfaction on the following conditions a applicant must have secured admission into any of the nigerian universities polytechnics college of education or vocational school established by the federal government or the government of that state or the federation that's fine so it has to be a federal school or a, state a public funded school federal yeah. yeah federal government school or a state government school okay Applicant income <laughs> obviously now come why no uh Tinobudo will give you a loan take go covenant now. How much how much then? How much the much the federal government get? Yeah. It says applicant income or family income must be less than five hundred thousand naira per annum. I think this is where the bulk of the discussions have you know have been yeah. discussed. The uh, bulk of discussions lay on, right? How much do you need to earn every month for your family income to be less than five hundred thousand per annum? If you do the maths, and if you say family income, if the man and the woman are earning, you now even need to divide that by two. Yeah. So five hundred thousand naira divided by twelve is what? You have to be earning about forty-one thousand six hundred sixty-six naira every month. Yeah, but the people do like that. How much is the minimum wage? Thirty yeah, k. Of course. How much is the minimum wage? Thirty k. Thirty k. Thirty thousand. Hmm. 
So this is definitely for people who, like, this is the average Nigerian. Yeah. And looking at it again, this is actually realistic. It is now. You know, people they collect for one kid per month. What usually happens when we have these discussions on like social media is people put themselves in these positions, but people then forget that they are not the average Nigerians. You are not. You are privileged, my brother. If you are earning two hundred and fifty thousand naira, you are not considered as an average earner in the country anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, essentially, they are trying to say this is for the average earner. Because your family income must be less than five hundred thousand naira per annum. People, people essentially I understand below the it. poverty line. Yeah, so they are saying if you earn more than that, it's not for you. You can't access this loan. You can afford to pay the school fees. That's what they are trying to say, right? The, the point is that the the points of that um, the points people are trying to make is that for people to actually make five hundred thousand naira every year or below five hundred thousand every year. That means that they are being paid illegally, which is below, which is like below the, what they call this, below the minimum, minimum wage. wage. Do you understand? I don't understand. So, for a family, for if, for if a man and woman is working, right, like both parents are working, the, to be earning, to be earning less than 500,000 naira, eh? Annually, they will have to be paid below the minimum wage. Do you understand? Yeah, if, if man and wife are working, yes. Yes, yes. yes. They will have to be paid below the minimum wage, which is illegal. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. illegal now in Nigeria to be paid yeah. less than 30,000 naira every month. But what okay, if, so what if, so if, but what if the father is like if organizer and the mother sells like food, like fish on the roadside? They're not workers. No, no, no. Minimum wage does not apply to the government workers alone. I mean, for the government workers, you can actually set the minimum wage. You say, okay, you this is what the minimum, minimum wage is. Yeah. What yeah. I'm saying is for people who are non-governmental workers, who you cannot determine what their minimum wage is technically. Right? So if I'm a vulcanizer now, or, you know, I'm a bricklayer, and I have children, and I, and I earn less than that amount. Yeah. They are trying to say that your your child can also, you know, access um, it, edu- um, tertiary education. Let me What's the meaning of minimum wage? Is it just does it apply to just government institutions or every every institution in the country? Every 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 company or business that's the least you are ma- you are meant exactly. to pay that's the lowest worker, worker that can pay. lowest worker in your position. In your in your position. But, but the point here is that a large part of the people are not employed. They are self-employed. Oh, okay, okay. They are in, in the, in the, in the formal, in, informal sector, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So minimum so no wage is really only... Yeah. Exactly. Minimum wage oh. is only the lowest pay that employers can legally yeah. pay their employees. Yeah. It's the floor price. But there are uh-huh, a lot okay. of self-employed people. So it's those self-employed people we are now talking about. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay. I understand. Just so, once even calculate, there's no way to even know how much they make every month. Um, it's, it's hard to. So how do they come? How do, they come with that number? No, you will do a lot of. That's what the MBS job is now. They will do a lot of guitar gathering and all that. Then in can in locality or in a region, they can say, okay, this is how much the average person. This, this is the average earning power of um, a human being in this area. Yeah. 
they will just do an average after gathering data sets from different whether different states or regions or whatever so yeah that that's the first thing right the second is applicant must provide at least two guarantors and each of the guarantors shall be a civil servant of at least level 12 in the service lawyer with at least 10 years post-call experience judicial officer or justice of peace this is like mm. first of all this is not a new business line yes no. people will be yeah, selling their will start charging yeah people will be selling their slots this is not a new business line that people do this happens a lot in the in the in the law in the law space where somebody you want to grant somebody a bill then they'll say oh, you have to get somebody who is a landowner as a shorty blah 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 it's a business line that's the first thing no the second thing is we've now defined the caliber of people who can take these loans do those people have access to these kind of people <laughs> two guarantors who are civil servants of at least level 12 in the service or lawyers lawyer with at least 10 years post-call experience, judicial officer or justice of peace. It's, you know, that's, it's a bit tricky, hard. guys. It's a it's bit hard. tricky. It's, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. Even for someone like me now, okay, I mean, who's a civil servant? How many civil servants do you know, Steve? Now, civil a lot of people. Like, he has a civil okay, servant background. I'm different. I'm different because my dad is my dad was my dad worked in the civil service, so I know a lot of yeah. people. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's different. But it's hard. This thing, this thing, this this requirement is really hard. So it's going to like really take away a lot of so my problem that's so that's also another thing that the Nigerian government they know how to do. There's a lot of smoke and shadows. You know, they just yeah, it's smoke and shadows. Like they just put these things and you think they're doing something, and all of a sudden you look at it quickly and just start seeing holes in. It's hard for it's hard for people that need these student loans to know these kind of people. To act as guarantors. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's really hard. So you know, where do you want them to start from? So I don't I don't get it. Um but one thing about me, I don't I don't really guess get um excited. I, I, I don't I don't really get um excited over anything that an Nigerian government does, right? Because I feel that for them to have come up with it, they must they are the first anything you see Nigerian anybody in Nigerian government doing anything. Just know that they are the first beneficiaries. They found a way for that scheme or that initiative to benefit them first before you and I, who are like the citizens. So I don't actually get excited. I just look at them and, you know, I just shake my head. That's it. Um, but for, I've also heard that they've increased that or they are planning to increase. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that one I've always been like, really, um, the government really can't handle federal universities anymore. Their location is obvious. The, the whatever has been working before obviously is not working anymore. You know, the burden is, mm. is it has to be taken off them, and it has to be how they're going to structure it now. What kind of people get into federal universities? What kind of people get into state universities? What kind of people get into polytechnics or state colleges or you know that that kind of thing at the end of the day. Because it, it can't work. It can't work anymore, to be honest. Not like first subsidy. The government can't subsidize education anymore. So up till now, right, the federal government hasn't been charging tuition fees in federal universities, polytechnics, yeah. or other tertiary institutions. But, you know, following the signing of the student loan bill, they will now introduce this thing. So it just makes sense. Oh, we're upping the money, but you can take a loan 
to yeah. to access this thing and then you pay back. Yeah, I don't know how mm. Asu cool. I don't know how Asu wants to do it, That's but now cool. Asu has to be forward thinking right now. Not everything is strike. They have to actually all the professors professors in Asu actually have to sit their ass down and now how can we move Nigerian education forward? I don't like I don't even have a concluding point on this shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a developing it's a developing story. But another problem I have is yes, you can't subsidize education for tertiary education for Nigerians, right? Yeah. But you have to do that on the primary and secondary school level. Oh, that one's definite. It has to, to be. The basic level of education basic, has to be subsidized for everybody. Education has to be subsidized for everybody. So that and even if just, you are going, yeah. Not just not just the basic quality education. So you have to now revamp so what is, they are teaching children. Is, yeah, so where is the investment in our primary and secondary schools? Because yeah. if you see some of these public schools, so that you don't start using 250k, 100,000, 500k to train your children from nursery school to primary school so that you have enough money. Ideally, that's how it's supposed to be yourself, right? Yeah. When you save yes. a lot of money during the primary and secondary school, you have a lot of money to 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 pay for the fees, for the tuition fees when they get into tertiary education. But the problem now is our, our, our primary our primary education, our primary education and secondary education are also suffering, right? Well, those have been battered mm-hmm. then, so people are now even paying for paying paying expensive tuition fees in private schools, right? Because the secondary yeah. school, the government schools are shit, you know. Yeah. So what investment? So my, my problem, see, my problem with every this thing is, you come and announce these things, you don't say, oh, this is what we are doing in return the implementation. In with yeah. the subsidy, yes. So I can't, we can't do well again. It's fine. What are you doing as a government? What are you doing to help the people to say, you know yeah. what, mm-hmm. we are causing our own cost of governance to make what's sure. What's the cushion? What are you cushioning? Yeah. Yeah. What's the cushion? Now you are saying, oh, the student loan is available. Fine. Then while we're drawing subsidy from tertiary education, it's fine. What are you now but doing? What is that you Draw primary schools and state schools. Exactly. Primary and of course, it's going to be free. free. Yes. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. Oh, and 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 free. And if it's, it's free, free. we're now equipping, yeah. we're now fully yeah. equipping schools yeah. Thank you. to the point where when you are done with secondary school, you can either go... You can either go... Thank you. You so, Vocational studies. Yeah, you must feel like a graduate after secondary school. You have to choose to go outside and be a valuable member of society. Yeah, a member of the society. Because, from the, from, because, as, because as we have it now, yeah, sorry, here. because as we have it now, people that even graduate from these universities are semi-literate. My so brother. what's the point? My brother. What's the point? My brother. My brother. We, we're going to go there, Beg. Some people can write formal letters. They will graduate. We're going to go there. In developed countries, what we are seeing is people are not even going to colleges. From high school, they are exactly. going to start their jobs because yeah, they are actually exactly. going to study vocations. Unless you are really lines of businesses. Unless you are reading like something really high level, like law, all that stuff. That's that is when you go to university. Exactly. That's now you see now. That's why you see that. That's why you see that. You know, Nigerians. That's why you you see that people do, people will not. When this, this loan thing starts, people will not go to school just to be studying biology or whatever, something, something. You know, like, you, have to, you have to have... Is it human kinetics you want to study with uh, 500k debt? I mean, 1 million, 1.5 million debt in your, you your family. To, you have to really put, put it into consideration what you are studying, right? Before you take that loan and go and pay. Because it's, it's, education is expensive. Like, tertiary education is not a right. It's a privilege. It's, a privilege. it's not a yeah. right. Like, you have to pay for it. I understand that. But our basic 
education, the primary and secondary school, the government should come and tell me what they are doing differently. And they should not say, oh, we've been doing no. What are you doing differently? Because show us a new group. Show us a new group. Show us a new plan. Thank you. That's what I want. Uh, Osage, before I go yes, on primary school. Sorry, yes. my battery won't die. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we can. I think we can yeah, just we'll move rap. into everything music, movies, and and wrap it up. We won't okay, do. Right. I wanted us to do some albums released in 20, 10 years ago, but we won't do that. Yeah, we can do that next week. That's I'll do it. Let's do it next week now. Mm. Well, just wrap up. Yeah. So these stories are developing. Um, another story that was developing is the EFCC chairman Abdul Rashad Bawa has been suspended by the president. Yes, we won't go too much into that. AKA Lubawa. Yeah. AKA Lubawa. Yeah, <laughs> what's the job of the AFCC? What's, what's, what's the primary responsibility of the years? Because I don't see I don't, I don't see it. They've not yes. done anything in the last eight years, so I don't even know what the agency is. No, no, they, they do not. They're no, they are they are essentially popping. They are essentially popping, please. They are essentially popping. No, no, no. They are essentially popping. That's their work. Boys with Benz. No, boys with it's boys. Not, it's, it's because, no, no, no. I think, again, maybe their media department isn't doing a great job. Yeah, since that, guy, since that guy since left, their media department actually fucked, fucked up. They've been doing a lot of work, right? This is the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission. They've been doing a lot of work. Um, you know, most of these things, they might not you know, um, put them in the media and all that. But yeah, the guy has been suspended. Um, I think these are still part of the things, um, you know, 001 has been, has been working on since he got into power. So uh, that's also, you know, another developing story. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about a few things that I came across in the media. Um, there's this article from The Republic. We'll put this in the show notes. The imminent rise of podcasters. It was a very good article where they covered... Um, a lot of people who are into podcasting, podcasters you, themselves. You know my beef with that article. Podcast and all that. I was like, you know my beef with that article. Our name is not there. So no. Yeah, in the article, Avi. Uh, yeah. Somebody hit me up and said, this is wrong. That you people are defense. I'm like, no, bro, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also saw the comment on the Instagram post as well. and Someone mentioned us and all that. No but I like these articles being written because it gives prominence to what podcasting is. Yeah, at least to be about saying, yeah. Other validators. Yeah, so that's good. I saw that. Of course, your article, Ayo. Every yeah. we're putting insurance again. Everybody needs Thanks. to read this. The stories yeah, of really Afrobeat's generation. Yeah, amazing again. How long did it take you to write this? This particular one because I needed. I didn't know the format I was going to write it in. It took me like a year, but of subsequent chapters, wow. it took me like three weeks, four weeks to do. Okay, it's a good start. Yeah, and please, once you are done with this, you know you have to have the podcast version. Oh, definitely. We are definitely doing the podcast version. Definitely. Yeah. In prose formats. I think yeah. you I think it would do very well as yeah. a timepiece. Um, I wanted to talk about the blog era by It's the Real. So it's Shout a 10 episode podcast that details the blog era, which is from 2006 to like 2012. This yeah. is where people started to put music on the internet. They also yeah. do a precursor about like Joe Bodin's rise to fame because he was one of the first set of people early on the internet. To embrace it's an amazing um, podcast series, right? It's called The Blog Era. Get it anywhere you guys get your podcast. It's by two white guys called It's The Real. It might be white guys and all that. These are some of the most passionate hip-hop people I've known. They've worked in some of the biggest magazines. They've had their own podcast. They've interviewed count like almost everybody 
you know, a lot from, of people. Like, nah, nah, the, it's the real. I think one of the high moments of this, the real, was when they interviewed Rockefeller people, where they had yeah, the oh, state property. Yeah, that Guru, yes, and all that. And it was an amazing podcast. You know, there's also the video on YouTube, so you can check it out. So if you are big on the blog era, right, this is when Wale, Currency, you know, um, Narai.com, Rap Radar, on um, Smash. All Hip Hop.com, on Smash, Hip Hop DX, the rise of all those blogs you right, seem for amazing 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 stuff um then in music man i just rema shout out to rema i'm seeing those concerts he's dropped the deluxe number four or number three on <laughs> billboard hot 100 unbelievable man you know i just want to say man yeah i love when nigerian artists are like pushing boundaries and breaking boundaries you know it's just amazing to see how the guys just going up and up and up and up and up and how you know there's a whole big three and all that and he's not just bothered with that he's just bothered he's just he's more focused three, on creating he's the new one he's the new one he's the first of the new yeah. one yeah 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 mm, the new big three he's the first yeah. of the new big three i think him and ashake i think him and ashake to position themselves as the first two we'll see we'll well, see i think that. you put terms in there right yeah i'll put terms there too yeah is that the new big three that could be the next big three. So we have to watch out for the next six months. Um, the O2, they're having, they're, they're doing O2. Ashake is doing his O2. Rema is doing his O2. And Thames will be dropping a debut album. So this is really big for them. This last, the next six months is going to be really big for those three artists. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. I heard, um, I saw Ashake was also nominated for BT Awards. Uh, normal. Standard now. That's amazing. Then talking about Ashake, I heard his work of art album. I really like the album. I like Interestingly, it, the album sounds like a debut album. Yeah. And the second one sounds like a more mature. The first one sounds like a more mature version of him. But hey. Yeah. Sounds like a sofa more. Yeah. You know. So I, I really I enjoyed the album. Um I think the only thing is well, not the only thing. I know he's appealing to a new set of crowd. So like the things he was talking about. And everything appealed to. I don't know how much it appealed to like the local audience because I believe he wrote most of the album outside the country. Well, and I've he's done, having new experience. I've done like a small exposed test. Exposed to new. I've done like a small mm-hmm. test, and people like it over here. You know, some don't like it, but some a lot of people like it over here. Yeah, yeah, but that's growth, and he has to change. And because they are pushing him to a new audience, they also have to rebrand him in a way and all that. Yeah. Um, and shout out to the person who designed the album cover, the artwork in the album cover. Her name is Anyofe. Yeah. She started very early, and I, I, I'm just happy how she's grown and done so much, you know, with her talent and all that. Yeah. She, the, the way she, she draws is, is, is very out, is very um, unorthodox, right? And I know a lot of people were critical about her artwork and all that, but I'm glad to see how she's now being more expressive adding a lot of color she started with just black and white and she used to just shade and now she's adding a lot of color to it and all that and so she's the one that designed the artwork on the, in the background of um ashake's work of art album cover um, so shout out you? to her uh, yeah. okay so that's about it man shout out to you guys and yeah. um we'll be back next week all right all right peace out safe